everybody. Welcome to the, a very, very special edition of the Punk Light Eye Podcast. Neil, what's special about today? Uh, today, uh, April 24th, is the day after St. George's Day. How's that? Yes, yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> and is it special, like, special, like, rare quality, or special, like, where's a helmet to school? Yeah, where's a helmet to school that rides the short bus, like, special Yes, like that. exactly. Yeah. Well, so what we wanted to do... And you know, I'll take the blame for this. This is my idea. Neil and I both went had had some record, did some record store day stuff. So we wanted to do a record store day. Yeah, it was two episode. days ago because we're on Monday, and that was on Saturday. Obviously, yes, record store yeah, day. Yes, was... that was on, yes. So it's fresh, still fresh in our mind. Fresh, exciting. So we both had our own little experiences, which we'll go over here, and then we both, uh, and then we're going to actually talk to a couple of other people. One of them who's kind of from the retailer perspective, and one from the just sort of record collecting perspective, and then we also talk a bunch about our upcoming uh joy Ramo birthday bash yes so. exactly the punk to let fiesta in logan's Boy, yes. Indiana. and then i suppose neil and i will each play a song or two okay sounds good so so neil you want to start you so you had a little you weren't going to go originally right to record store day no I, I well what i was hoping to do is because the things i wanted Specifically, I wanted the Rich Kids reissue. So for those that don't know, the Rich Kids were um, the band that Glenn Matlock formed after he got kicked out the Sex Pistols. He formed with uh, Majeur and uh, Rusty Who was Egan. from? What was Majeur from? Um, well, he was eventually, he was an Ultravox. He was a, sol- a solo guy, too, He's- but I mean... The band before that, he was in like almost like a teeny bopper band uh, called Slick. Mm, so he was, he was known from that in England. He joined the Rich Kids, and after that, he joined Ultravox for a while. After they kicked out John Fox, he played guitar with Thin Lizzy for a while. I mean, he's done all kinds of shit all over the mm. place mid year. But anyway, Rich Kids. Was I know like the his, name. I yeah. just don't know. Yeah, yeah, little Scottish dude. Um, so I was after that because that was that came out in '78, and it was uh, produced by Mick Ronson, I believe. But it it famously had really it was mastered really badly. Um, so that even, was so you have the original or no? I do, I do have the original. It was one of my favorite albums back then. Um, hmm. it came out like I got it like Christmas '78, and um, but yeah, it it didn't sound great and um, really uneven. And so okay. they remastered it for Record Store Day. The band like uh, Rusty Egan and um, and Glenn Matlock. I don't think who's, who's Mick, remind me who Mick Ronson is. He's like David Bowie's guitar player he or something. The, who's, yeah, in, in, in David Bowie's golden years, i.e., when he when David Bowie was good, you know the uh, oh, so he he helped write the songs. Yeah, yeah, okay. and he, yeah, and he, he produced and he you know he he put I don't know if produced is the right word, but he uh, he put the songs together basically. So all those gotcha. all those classic <laughs> albums. Um, He's like the band leader basically. Yeah, um, and so then he became a producer, but I don't know what happened with this Rich Kids album. Um, but anyway, they remastered it, and it was out for Record Store Day, like limited edition of like 2000 or something. So it was pretty limited. So there was that I wanted, but that wasn't going to be like I, – I asked like our friends Matt and a couple of other record stores, and they didn't have it. They weren't going to carry it. So I was mm. thinking I was going to mail it. Or there was that. just so few of them they didn't get it, huh? Right. Yeah, exactly. Um and then um, the first Generation X uh, album, which is the the one classic album, really, uh, yep. that was coming out on yellow vinyl for some reason. I don't understand why yep. it was on yellow vinyl, but it was. But they did a really it matches nice... Billy Idol's teeth. Yeah, <laughs> they did a really nice job with the packaging. 
Um, yes. Because uh, it was uh, originally it came out, it was a top loading sleeve, which obviously is unusual because most of side loading. So it was a top loading sleeve with like a paper obi strip, like it was Japanese or something. And that was what the original English version was. And they've done that again with this uh, Record Store Day reissue. So that was kind of nice. So I wanted those mm. two. And, you know, I tried online on Saturday and I couldn't find it, either one of them. Like, yeah, they're not allowed. Like, there's rules. Right? Like, we're going to talk to yeah. Matt about this later. But there's like record studio rules. You can't just they, nobody gets puke everything. out your whole inventory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, so I just I was like, oh man, I'm getting kind of frustrated here. So I just emailed my local record store in Evanston, Vintage Vinyl, and sure enough, immediately Steve's like, yep, I've got them. I'll have them bagged up for you. Just pick them up this afternoon. So that's what I so that's what I did. So I got. I don't know. Are you sure that's not violating the rules? Uh, no, I mean he had them, you know. Um, yeah. So you know, I went in and so, went in and bought them. So, um, okay. So you you see, so you had sort of a lame record store experience. You went and grabbed your records, and no, you was, were you were. What it was, what it was, Tom. It's a vintage vinyl, and and maybe next time you come in, we'll 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 take a trip in there. It's a because that's real close to where you live, right? It is, yeah. It's in downtown Evanston, and it's but it's a tiny. I mean, it might be worth it if it's only if it's only five minutes or something. That might be worth, yeah. Because I don't know how many stores we'll be able to hit. It's a tiny store. I mean, tiny, like long and thin, but probably you know twenty people is a is a crush in there. And when I went in there, I was going to pick up the records, but I was also going to, you know, leaf through the bins and look around. Sure. But they Do a little had, shopping. But it You're was there. probably about 35, 40 people in there. The place was packed. And there was also, like, a some musicians setting up in the corner. Ah, yes. So it was like, Always fucking, amazing. you know what, just give me the album, Steve, and I'll I'll see you next time, you know. So yeah. I, just, I just paid up and gave him my credit card. And, does he, and is he, like, does he have a lot of punk stuff in there, or is it just kind of a general record store? Um, He has a punk new wave selection, Um, pretty yeah. damn good, pretty well curated. He has a okay. lot of used stuff, He really, really good condition. He has a lot of mm. seven inches, he has a lot of posters. I mean, he, he, he grew up in New York in the late 60s. I believe he knows Lenny Kay really well. He knows some of the mm. other members of Patty Smith's band. Um, so he's always been interested in all that and, you know, in the punk uh, from early, from early days. And uh, so he's, yeah, he's got a lot of different stuff, but he's also into a lot of uh, late sixties, hippie mod stuff too. So huh. it's, it's, it's a great store. It's uh, really interesting. Really. Worth well, I probably, yeah, we probably should try to go there just because I heard you talk about so much. I haven't been in there yet. So no, it's expensive though. So that, yeah. will, that will offend you. <laughs> well, yeah, I am a cheapskate. Well, and I'm like I said, I'm kind of used to having really good prices at my local shop. But even, you know, you go to a store, even if the prices generally are high, you can still a lot of times find one or two things that are really well priced. You know? Yeah. So what he will do? Because one thing they have been doing, they've been doing the mail order thing for ages, and that's probably because they've been in that location since 1980. Hmm. I started going wow. there. I started going in there in like eighty. 80- three maybe yeah 83 i was would have been hmm. when i first went in there um so yeah to be to be i've kept the record store open through all those dark years yeah especially when yeah the, the whole business took a dump yeah so that that's always been very impressive hmm. you know there used to be like five record stores in evanston and he's like the only one that survived even all the big chain ones went out of business so anyway yeah i've got a lot of respect for steve um hmm. a, lot, a lot of people don't like him because he you know he can be he can be abrasive 
You know, if you come in with a try and come in with a dog or something, he'll tell you you can't come in. You know, if you got screaming kids, try to come in and saw your Fleetwood Mac collection. <laughs> if you try to come in with a screaming kid, he'll tell you to get out. Uh, you know, nice. he's got. He's I got, mean, that's. I mean, that's nice for the rest of us. Yeah, he's got no. He's got no qualms about that kind of thing. You know, people people are so crazy about their dogs. You know, nobody else thinks your dog's as cool as you do. Right. And just just you know, I, I don't know. I I don't dislike dogs, but I just people. Treat their dogs like people. I, I, I don't know. It's well, the, weird. The, the worst thing is when you see some dickhead walking it off the leash because they think that the dog is going to do everything, is yeah. going to obey them instantly. Meanwhile, it's, and, a, it's a freaking animal. It's going to do what it wants to do. Yep. And if it sees, you know, a small child or something, who the fuck knows what it's going to do? You know what I mean? I, I mean, listen, dude, I have the world's most annoying dog. This dog <laughs> just wakes up in the middle of the night and just starts barking at the wall. Well, so do I. <laughs> oh, I, get, I mean, this... My Sheena, man, you know, you know, she's a sweetheart, but she's just, she, I think she's losing her mind. Yeah, poor old girl. I think the veil between life and death is broken down, and she's barking at ghosts or something because yeah, maybe she, she, it's like having a freaking newborn, dude. Yeah. Anyway, so all right, so that was your record store day experience. Why don't you play a song that uh, represents your experience? So I went right from there to the pub. So that was good. Except then I Here found out that. Uh, your my, pub's closing. Yeah, my local that I've been going to for 17 years is closing, and next this Sunday coming up is the last day it's going to be open. Oh, so I'm not even going to be able to – I was like, well, no. we'll try, you know, hopefully I can go over there with you. No, you're going to miss it unless they decide to extend, you know, for a couple weeks or something. Um, I'm trying to convince them. To sell to it do, to you? No, I'm no. <laughs> I'm trying to convince them. So one other time um, they had like a – on a Saturday – they had like a power outage or something, so they couldn't have the kitchen open. So they said they weren't going to open, but they they invited me and Laura and Lydia in anyway, and we just sat in the uh, back drinking for free. So yeah. I'm trying to convince Patrick to do that. This that that, that would be the Saturday that you'd be in. So I'm trying to mm. convince him to open up just that day. I do love and, to drink for free and have a have a stay behind or you know a shut in or whatever yeah. they call it, and we'll just do that for a couple of hours. But yeah, it's very sad. It's been open for 17 years. I know the owners very very well. Uh, now they're hoping to move to a smaller location in Evanston, so they're hoping to mm. reopen in a different place. But uh, yeah, it's but we just found that out. You know, I wonder if they just need to bail on Evanston. Um, it's possible because it just isn't. This is not a drinking town anymore. That's for, amazing for a college town, though. Exactly, that's not, dude. For a college town, I've never seen another college town like it where there is just nobody interested. Well, it's because it's all foreign students, right? There's an awful lot of an awful lot of uh, foreign students, yeah, and I, I don't know what it is. It's just very, very strange. Um, huh. Yeah. So anyway, it hasn't caught on with the kids. Huh. Yeah. So anyway, tell so, us about tell us about your record store. Well, why don't you play a song? Why don't oh, you play okay. us? We'll, we'll each play probably play one song, I guess. Yeah. Um, are you going to play a Generation X or are you going to play uh, something else? You know what? Why don't I play Generation X? Yes. Okay, so cool. you want to play it? You want to play a... kids? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do Rich Kids. This is a title track off the album. This is uh, called Ghosts of Princes in Towers by the Rich Kids. <laughs> Never made 
That was the rich kids there with Ghosts of Princes and Towers. Boy, that is a pretentious ass name for a song. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. It is indeed. So, so tell me something. Have you got a chance to listen to it yet? Yeah. So, did they fix some of the audio issues from the? I have to say, I was expecting to be blown out of my chair, and I really wasn't. I have just, to say, very similar. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I, I, there was still some of the some of the songs didn't really you know some were, some were kind of loud some were not so loud it was kind of weird I'd expected it to be completely different to the original and uh, I must say I I must say, you know I haven't played the original in a long time probably so maybe I do need to play them back to back to compare but it wasn't what I, it wasn't what I was expecting mm. it to be I have to say no that's a bummer yeah maybe I just know so, too maybe I just know the songs too well you know what I mean yeah. 
so the big the big one I wanted to go out for was the Gen X thing. I have now. I said now you said you just bought your third copy of it or something. You said right? Yeah, this is my third copy of it. Yeah, on vinyl. I have a an and it, it's not an original copy because it's not top loading, but it's an older American copy. I I don't know what year it is, but side loading. It plays through, but it's pretty old, and it's probably been like really clean to the point where it's noisy. Now, you know no. what they, I think. Well, what's different as well about that one? I believe the American press had a different track listing. Uh, I don't think so. And, and maybe I don't even have the American press. It might have been a later. But it, it didn't have an OB. Of course, you can't have an OB when it opens to the side, right? Right. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do Cause that. Because the OB. So, so well, that was the other thing I was going to ask you. So the OB strip runs right across the middle, right through the middle of the jacket. Top yeah, opening. Horizontal. So did yep, you, yep. Just, you just leave it on there? On the new, on the repress, yeah. My original, I did have it. It's been lost in the in the fucking mists of time, my friend. Because I bought that probably, I bought that in 1978 as well, and I bought You're it like 15 used. Years old, yeah. I bought it used, so it's 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 still got the used price tag on the front of it. And that Obi, I was if you probably, peel it off, it'll take all the gloss off. I mean, I was 15, and so I probably yeah. just said, "What's this shit?" and just pulled it off. So I, mm-hmm. yeah, that one has been has been uh, lost. In the midst of, oh yeah no the American the American version had a completely different track listing, so if your American version starts with "Give me some truth," then that is it does okay that's the weird American version because that that was a B side and that's a John Lennon song. I think I had to double check. I had to double check. You know yeah. that's funny. I, have to, I actually had to. And it's got Wild Dub on it as well, which is another horrible B side. So I don't know I why think they it did does. that with some with some of the American releases. I don't know why they put like B sides and shit on them. It's, it's very weird how they. Do I kind of like giving some truth though. I like the song. Yeah, but I didn't. But that's not on the original LP at all. Okay, so no. I, I listened to it. I've listened to it once or twice, but I guess I didn't pay that close of attention. Okay. Yeah, so this so the one you just bought, which is the which is the true the true English version, is so much better than that than that weird American mm. Burke version. I know that's what you always say about the Clash album too. But when I look at the track listing, I say, well, the track listing maybe it doesn't have as good a flow, but the, it's got better songs. The Americans got better songs. No, but but see, the, the English one was what they were doing in nineteen seventy seven. That American version yeah. was like songs they recorded in nineteen seventy nine. For fuck's sake, the Clash had completely changed by that time. So mm. yeah. I, well, I just, I'm, I'll not, tell you I'm not a fan of that kind of thing. So yeah, so I had to work in the morning. Um, but the the store I go to, Vertigo Downtown Gr, they always have. He always does really well getting stuff, and I suspect part of that's because he just sells a lot of records there. I'm sure that you know the distributors take that into consideration, right? Oh yeah, that's a big record store, and they do a real. They, got, it they is, obviously do killer business. They do great business there. Yeah, and and I think I heard Herm say that this is probably the best record store he ever had, and that's why. And they do do a killer amount of business normally, so I think they had a real good day. Um, I went in and they had a couple copies. I wanted the generation next thing. Like I said, my copy I have is playable, but it's it's noisy, and it's just uh, I just wanted to get a better copy of it. Hmm. Um, so they did have that. Uh, I didn't see the Ramones, and when I asked about it, he said they only had a couple copies, so I assumed it all sold out. Um, they had a few other things there, like the live Husker Du thing and stuff like that. But I just, I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of over these. Dude, I would just, find that unlistenable as well. See, I like, well, I like Husker Du, but I'm sick of these endless live albums. But that's the uh, but that's from the unlistenable Husker Du era, like the first EP. 
So when oh, they just okay. when they were, I have no idea. So it's none of the it's none of the really good stuff. It's just that super playing super fast and uh, so like the land speed record era stuff. Yeah, even before that, what what was the first thing they put out? Was it land speed record? Land was speed the first record. Thing? Yeah. yeah, it was. But that was live. That, that was live. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, well, and, unlistenable. You know, you know, and it's like the the whole Ramones thing too. Like, man, they're. I mean, I mean, you know, it's alive is. You know, we we talked about it early on. If if people remember one of our early episodes, I'm sure like first twenty episodes, we talked about our favorite live albums of all time, and you and I both agree it's alive is the best you know live album of all time. Yep. Well, how many live Ramones albums do I need? Exactly. You, yeah, it, yeah. It's like 100%. that's the definitive statement. Yeah. And uh, and it's like all of them. Like, okay, I, I'm not a huge live record guy anyway, but you know maybe one like one definitive one but i don't need 50 live records all right annie scene i love annie scene man great band but they must have like 10 live albums <laughs> yeah <laughs> just one right after another you know it's like the and it's it's just it's a lot and i'm sure there's that element that collects all of them because you know they have over 100 releases <laughs> but for the most part the average fan just needs like one maybe one really good one yeah i agree with that or if they're you know after a band that went for a long time You'll have like it's alive, you know, capturing the first three albums. Yeah, and then maybe something from like later on in the catalog. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Some other songs, yeah. I mean, if there's somebody who should do it, it should be the Ramones, but they keep dropping. You know, they got it's alive, and they got it's alive two. Yeah, they're so fucking many. I mean, which was they, like the night before or whatever. It's like yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they Same. they basically saturated the market. Now we are just not Same. even interested. Yeah, and you know who's gonna do and the replacements and all these bands? They just keep one after another with these live albums. So anyway, I mean, I guess if I and I never got to see those bands, well, I saw replacements later. But you know, maybe I should try to dig into it a little more. But I just think there's so much rich stuff in their studio albums. I just, I just don't feel the need. So anyway, yeah, I got the Gen X thing, and they didn't have the Ramones thing, which I would have been real tempted to get. Um, and I really wasn't. You know, there was that Addicts album, but it really wasn't an Addicts album that I really wanted. Right, that was weird. That was a weird one. I, I have no idea why they I mean, really, the issue that I one. mean, if we're being honest about the Addicts, they put out like 27 records or something, but really you want The Sound of Music, which is their second one, right? Yep. Second or third one. And you want that first one. What's the first one called? Songs of Praise. Songs of Praise. Yeah. I mean, that's what you want. Yeah, Those and, two, you don't really, and maybe Smart Alex, the third one. Um, yeah, you, you don't need the, yeah, maybe. you don't need the later. <laughs> unless maybe, you're, yeah. Unless you're a, unless you're a, a completist or something like that, it just seems like a, yeah, so, it just seems like a weird one to reissue. So the other thing I bought when you and I went to Vertigo not that long ago, I carried it around most of the time I was there, and I ended up putting it back. But it was the, it was, and I'm so glad I did because it sounds so good too. Because we were, we were a little worried about that. It was the BMG 40th anniversary pressing of Damn, Damn, Damned by The Damned. Mm-hmm. The first Damned album, yeah. And it's really cool. It not only sounds great, but it's got a lot of good supplementals. Like, it's a really well-done reissue. And that was one of those records I never – same with Gen X. I mean, I had that one beat-up copy, but I just never uh, – like, I – it was uh well so i did have the gen x thing but i had like a a best of damn thing that has a lot of those songs on it but i never actually had that album so mm-hmm. so yeah that was my that was my day and it was it was cool i met then i had the pleasure of meeting up with my wife and youngest daughter because my youngest daughter's going on a trip to new york here she's leaving on wednesday so they were out doing some shopping for clothes and whatnot no what what's she doing what's she doing there um it's like a it's a school trip 
It's okay. a school trip, and it's action-packed. I think they're leaving at like 4.30 on Wednesday morning, and then they're coming back late on Sunday night, and they're just doing a ton of things between here and there. It, it should be a great trip, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. a fun, always like a fun thing in a school trip when you, you know, a little bit Yeah, and, and her so roommates, good. and of the four of them in her room, two of them are really close friends of her, so you know, it should be fun. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a, a good time. So how crowded was uh, was the record store? Well, it's a big store, so you can yeah. always get around in there. But there was definitely a couple times where I was going on and I'm like, ah, I'll just go around. Yeah, so it was it was more busy than the normal. Well, by the time I got there, honestly, it was just like a busy Saturday afternoon. What time was that? Uh, four o'clock maybe. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And now were they open till what, like six or something? Yeah, maybe yeah, seven, eight, maybe. Did they have anything special going on for Record Store Day? Like any bands playing or anything? You know, it's like funny they didn't because I remember before back back in the day, he used to have bands, DJs, p- uh, pizza, uh, kegs of beer. Hmm. Wow. You know, because we're right around the corner there from Founders. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So, but and I think a lot of that stuff. I don't know if he just decided it wasn't a good investment or, but COVID kind of killed all that, you know? Yeah, it's true enough. Yeah. That was all pre COVID stuff. So, cause I remember last year asking him, are you going to do a bit, do it up or kind of low key? He's like, eh, I'm going to do it kind of a little more low key. So I don't know if that'll come back or not because it used to be, man, lots of live bands. Uh, and, and, and not just at Vertigo, but the other record stores around town too. One of them used to always have a big parade, which they still do, but it's not very big anymore. Um, cause we only have like, three stores in town that really celebrate so hmm. so right. no it was, it was a good time you know it, it was i enjoyed it i ran into my friend john who you met when you were here not this last time but a couple times ago uh it's always good to see him we're gonna go to a show here in a couple weeks and uh i ran into a friend of a friend so it's it's you know i'm a i'm a very social creature neil you know that i uh Indeed. i make for make friends everywhere i go and talk about records with people and somebody else was i can't remember who was saying that to us that's one of the the cool things about it you know people make friends in line people talk about what they're buying and it's a social aspect to it not when you just show up and grab your bag and leave but you know whatever whatever you want to do do. i did grab my bag too i'll tell you what i'm gonna play a song yep and uh, then we'll have our guest. We'll welcome our guest. Yeah, we'll welcome our guest. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah, okay, yeah. Play that. What are you going to play? Should we? Oh, tell you what, let, me, well, let me welcome our guest. Let me talk about our guest here real quick okay. because I, I didn't really. We, so our first guest is going to be Matt Swisher from the Record Farm Bonus Pints, good friend of ours. We've known him forever. We've had him on a bunch of times, and we kind of talk about the fact that he's one of our most common guests and one of our worst sounding guests consistently. <laughs> Yes, and this, and this lives up to the hype. This exactly. Is, this you might have to turn up the volume on this one. But yeah, uh, Matt's our guy, and yeah. and we kind of got into the retail aspect of Record Store Day with him a little bit, and we got into the upcoming Joe Ramon's birthday bash. Yep. And after that, we have Doctor Disc, another Goldmine magazine. Yep. From Goldmine magazine, he's also been on the show a bunch of times, and we talk about Record Store Day with him because he's a big fan and. We talk about the Joy Ramon birthday bash. So anyway, enjoy all that. And in the meantime, Neil, as I stream up to my 50th birthday here really shortly, let's play a little uh, Generation X, Youth, Youth, Youth. You got it, buddy. As mine slips away. (laughs) Mine went a while ago. (laughs)
course, we're here with one of our favorite people, Neil, the Lord of Logansport. How you doing, Matt? I'm wonderful, my uh, subjects. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, we're not in your territory Daddy. yet. We will be in Daddy. a few weeks. Yes. No, yes. I'm doing great. Good. So we we wanted to catch up with you, Matt, of course, and talk about I, I wanted to talk to a retailer a little bit about Record Store Day. I and then, of course, retard, we, then. I thought what you were going to say. <laughs> I mean, that, listen, that, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call Matt a retard to his face. Actually, I would. I would only do it to his face. But anyway. <laughs> I guess you would. The Lord of Retards. <laughs> well, it's funny because I wanted to talk retailer. I wanted to talk to some retailers about Record Store Day, and I'm like, well, Matt's our, Matt's our guy. But ironically, Matt's like uh, business partner kind of handles the store more than you do, right? Your partner's name is Adam. Yeah, I handle the physical store, like what's going on in there, you know, uh, the day-to-day operations. But Adam is definitely the inventory guru. He really latched on the record store day. Hey, folks. Oh, God, seven, eight years ago when we opened. Folks, we're we're assuming that all of our new listeners have any idea who Matt is. So you might want to give them a brief intro there, Tom. That's true. We do seem to see new people seem to be keep keep to come to find us. So yeah, Matt Matt is our friend. He lives in Logansport. Actually, we can we'll we'll do the introduction later. You know, we'll do it like an introduction, right? Uh, Okay, all right, fine. Well, I mean, or or we can do it now. Killing me, Smalls. Killing me, Smalls. Yes. At least give the name of his record store, I guess. Well, we will. We're just getting started. Bloody hell. <laughs> Jesus. Matt's record store is called The Record Farm. Indeed. And it's in Logansport, and it's attached to a beautiful facility called Bonus Pints, which is a barcade. That's what you're calling it, right? Yeah, that's correct. Although I can't call it a barcade in writing because some place out in Colorado owns the term barcade. Oh, is that right? And we got a cease and desist, like, right when we opened. Is that true? Uh, yeah, and they were super cool. But, I mean, they sent us a cease and desist, and once we undid all of our social media and dropped the barcade off of everything, we were fine. But, uh, yeah. Well, I thought Colorado was full of pot smoking It is hippies. all ages anyways. It's not a bar, so. That's true. But they have booze. That's the important thing, because when you're hanging out with your children, it really helps to take the edge off. Damn straight. Yeah. Yes, we have taken the place kind of like a bowling alley. You can bring the kids in to beat the shit out of my Simpsons game, but you and your wife can have a couple beers. And... There you go. Some up, some yeah, pretty high, some upscale food. Yeah. So yes. what? Uh, so let's talk about record store day real quick first, Matt. You said your your uh, partner Adam takes care of the inventory and stuff, but what uh, what kind of day did you guys have? We had a really good day, actually. Um, and for us, man, we're you know we're we're a uh, smaller store tom always likes to say that because he's such a size queen <laughs> but we're uh we're a smaller store so our relationship with it's a little different when we first opened we would drop 10 or twelve thousand dollars on inventory and it didn't take us but a couple of those to realize we were kind of doing it wrong for how it works best for us so no adam really you know just pains himself and really puts himself through the process of We'll go in and put a call out, and if you say what you want, he'll put it in a spreadsheet that says, I think Tom wanted the Ramones reissue and the X-Ray Specs reissue and the Teenage Bucket, Bottle Rocket 7-inch. He'll put that into a spreadsheet. He'll keep track of all that. We'll open up. We'll get everything that everyone asked for, and then maybe a handful of some other titles. And then once those particular people, if they don't come in to grab them, 
it's first come first serve anyways. Yeah. But uh, usually by the end of the day, man, we're only holding on to a couple dozen titles that didn't sell. Hey, Matt. And Matt, then the minute, yeah. Give people the idea of exactly how this works anyway. Like, like can can every record store take part in this, or is it only certain record yeah, stores? Yeah, years ago you had to sign some pledge, and uh, you had to, like, ride a, a greased pig around an auditorium full of people in their underwear. <laughs> like but wait, that's, that's like your state thing. But that's like your state sport, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's the Indiana state sport. Yeah, yeah. Some record store day pledge, and you got to be on the list, and you got to be independently owned. You can't you get be on like the list? Walmart or Meyer. How'd you get on the list? You just applied. Okay. Um, you'd reach out to record store day, and back when we did it, it was a really nice lady. I cannot remember her name anymore. But uh, she signed us up, so we've been signed up for it for eight years. And, mm. uh, you know, everything's launched and announced. Here's all these titles you can get. And you may order 12 of the new Taylor Swift record, but you're only getting maybe five or six of them. And, uh, yeah, that's just sort of how that works. And over the years of overbuying inventory, we really kind of selfishly had to break it down to, like, how it financially suited us best. Because, I mean, we really, we want to kind of be turning a profit by the end of that day. And that's just what works for us. You know, you guys have both been to Logan Sport multiple times. You know, it's just a smaller, very small city of 20,000 people. So, it doesn't, you know, it works best for us to turn and burn the inventory. So, um, you know, the, the door busters this year, uh, as strange as this sounds, and this is so Indiana, but the uh, guy that showed up at midnight, the night before, while we were still shutting down bonus pints and was waiting in line for the record farm, was there to get the Macho Man Randy Savage record. Oh, Jesus <laughs> wept. Fuck me. And that was one of the most popular titles. There was only a thousand put out, and we only got one, and the first dude in line was there well, for I guess the Macho he, Man he was, record. He did, the right, he did the right thing. He lost a night's sleep, but he got his Macho Man record, huh? Yes. Yes. I wonder if he actually listened to that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, how many of the Taylor Swift did like like the Taylor Swift thing was real hot? I don't even know what it was, but how many of those did you get? Did you get a couple of them? Or it did was you get... something. No, I think we got eight or nine. It was something called um, I don't know folklore or something. It was like I don't know what it was, acoustic something. But we yeah, so, we sold all of those. So did did like the first nine people in line all buy those? I would say so. When we opened the doors at eight a.m., there was probably twenty ish people in line. Which and is a lot shortly, for the size for the size you're seeing. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Between eight to eight thirty, then we probably got another ten more that kind of showed up to be there within that first half hour. Um, Grateful Dead every year. There's a couple Grateful Dead boxes that come out. Ugh. Just different live concerts. Jerry Garcia, Mars Volta, Bob Marley, Seven Inch. Uh, I don't know. Those are just some of the things that sold pretty quickly. There's like a mariachi Black Sabbath band called like Brown Sabbath. And uh, wow. that was semi-popular. I think we sold maybe half a dozen of those. Hmm. Huh. Um, but yeah, it was a great day. And at the end of it, at the end of the day, I think we only had maybe a dozen titles left. And then the next day, you can start listing them at, let's say, 8 a.m. Yeah. And we had them all sold by noon. So our wow. record store day is over. Huh. We've got rid of everything and we turned the profits. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, excellent, man. 
Well, so do you Sorry. get to do do you get to uh, set whatever price you want? Say for those Taylor Swift ones, could you have charged fifty bucks for those if you wanted? Absolutely not, and that's what kind of sucks about it. Okay. Uh, a real good friend of ours owns a record store not too far from here, and he got big trouble for selling a. I actually think it was either Taylor Swift or Miley Cyrus in the aftermarket on eBay, and he he. Jack the price up to what the market value was. Well, I'm, no, and, uh, I'm talking about other... on the day. On, on on the day, are you allowed to set whatever price you want, or do you have to do it within like twenty bucks of the you retail gotta, or something? Yeah, you got to do it within the MR MSRP that they give you. Hmm. Because if somebody turns you in, some other like you know dickhead record store or just some jack off turns you in, you'll get you'll get in trouble, you know. So, uh, my, well, take my away take away your about, accreditation, you know. Hmm. Yeah, they, they did. They couldn't do record store dates for like a couple of years because of it. Hmm. Huh. So, so also, so if you get, you see a grown man come in, like our age, 40, 50 years old, comes in and buys one of those Taylor Swift records, you can't respect them, right? No, oh, I mean, as long as his wallet opens and something comes out of it, I don't give a that. <laughs> well, listen, well, listen, well, listen to this, That's though. That's true Tom, may, maybe you will, because I was looking on Discogs a couple of days ago, and they were showing the most expensive Record Store Day records or whatever, you know, what, what they're going for now. And the yeah. Taylor Swift one from, like, five years ago is going for, like, 700 bucks. So Ugh. maybe that guy is wow. pretty smart. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because I was, you know, I remember one of them I got for you or, or I can't remember if I got it. Yeah, I think I got it for you or you got it when you were here at Vertigo or whatever. It was that Joey Ramone, the yeah, first Joey Ramone there. solo. Yeah, yeah, that's about seven, that, yeah, it's about 70 bucks on Discogs now. Really? Fuck. Yeah. Jesus. And it's fun. It is funny because I'm not a flipper, so I don't think in those terms. But yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I buy what I want to listen to. I don't buy them that purpose but I no I'm, I'm the same i think i think it was a record store day release several years ago i mean when i first started collecting records long before we had the store and remember that beatles movie called um across the universe oh yeah you remember yeah, that maybe yeah. 12 15 years ago yep it was like a uh, it was a Broadway it was like a Broadway musical or something wasn't it that made no play or yeah, something yeah it was like a musical thing built around the beatles catalog yeah, they put that record out on like a split color green and red vinyl, like probably for Apple, you know. Mm. And uh, some guy was in the store, and he was just talking to me about how that's a. I'm going to get it. And it's the Across the Universe soundtrack. That thing's worth like four or five hundred dollars. And I was like, shit, I I bought that. <laughs> My <laughs> wife wanted it. And I sure enough, I came home. I was like, oh, yeah, we have that. So. Did you, did you flip yeah, it? Did you flip it? Flipper, but, did you flip that? No, I've, I've got kind of there are all these records I have, and I do have a great collection, and I've snagged some stuff, a lot of stuff that I've never even opened. And I don't know, I'm just kind of holding on to them. I don't know, maybe one day the store inventory will get stale, and I like sell them to our store or something. Or, hmm. I don't really know. I don't know. I don't play them a lot lately. But I'm a I'm a completist for some things. Like I buy a lot of sloppy seconds. I buy a lot of no effects. I buy a lot of descendants, replacements, shit like that. I don't know. How how's your inventory how's your inventory looking at the moment? Because I'm looking forward to uh, digging through it when we get down there in a month or so. It's looking good. Uh, we bought a pretty decent, pretty good sized used collection not too long ago. But man, so much of it will change between now and May nineteenth. I do know the week leading up to 
the PTID Joey Ramone birthday bash, I think Adam's going to order like a yeah, shitload of good punk and oh, cool. beef up our punk selection leading up to that. So. No pressure, Neil. We just have to go in there and clean out his inventory. No. I think there's going to be a lot of people there. I don't think we'll have to worry about that. No, I don't think I don't think so either. Are you going to set up any bins yeah. outside or anything on that day? Because I think you might need bins outside because there might be so many people yeah. cramming in the shop, you know? Hold on, hold on. Did you swallow your phone or something? Because it got really bad. Uh, I moved a little bit. I'm uh, sorry. Matt's also, a size, Matt's also a size queen. He gets that thing deep down in his, deep down <laughs> into his throat. That's horrible. I don't want to. Sorry, I was taking my pants off to get a better interview. Um, the one thing we've started to do since last time you guys were here is we put big industrial casters on the racks. Ah, okay. And when we have shows inside, we wheel the racks outside and put them in a trailer. Oh, good oh, idea. Okay. So yeah. if, for, if even though we have a tent for the birthday bash, if for some reason the weather's terrible, we'll wheel the racks out of the store, you know, about 8 o'clock, and we'll squeeze this whole fucking thing into the building. Hmm. Um, well, that'd be cozy. That'd be It'll cozy. be fucking tight. But I've seen the clears with the melody, so... Yeah, that's only about 150. Did you? Yeah. Uh, did you? One more, one more thing in records today because my my guy, I, I went, I went to the my, the big store in Grand Rapids, but I didn't go till the afternoon because I had to work in the morning. But he said it was. He thought it was going to be the best record store day he ever had. You, is that same for you? Is it the biggest biggest best one you had ever? You know what, Tom? I would say yeah. I I, I would because we sold a shitload in the store that day. We had a really busy day, and then we only had about 20 titles left, maybe a dozen, actually. Maybe, you know, 12 or 15 left, and we sold them all online uh, really quickly. Hmm. So, yes, it, it was one of the best ones, and it's nice. Remember a couple of years ago, because for COVID or whatever, they made you do, like, four fucking record store days that one year? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they broke it that up. That was terrible. Um even last yeah, year kind of sucked. Like half half the titles didn't show up last year, right? They yeah, had to kind of that's right. Yeah. Half of them were delayed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, do you, no, this do you, was a really good one. Do you find that um, people that come in specifically for Record Store Day do they come in just for the one thing one thing they ordered, or do they then like, start browsing through the shelves and buy other stuff too? Uh, all the above. There's okay. a couple guys that we only see once a year on Record Store Day, and I don't know if they're flippers or what. There must be, because that's but There's weird. a couple guys we only see on Record Store Day. And then there's some people that are just coming because they, you know, they read it in the paper that it was Record Store Day, and they saw it online, and they don't even know to buy these exclusive titles. They just think it's the day to support a record store, which it is. They think it's the, they only, day, they, they think it's the only day a year that the record store's open? probably oh boy that's funny yeah no we we had a good day man we did like i said all in case he listens to this because he does really do all the heavy lifting for honesty i think you're gonna have to repeat that one because you kind of faded out there god damn it i said all kudos to adam in case he listens to this podcast because he does all the heavy lifting on record store day for sure is adam the chameleons guy no, he's no, the Aaron. Aaron is the chameleon's guy. Adam's the partner, and then Aaron's kind of the day-to-day manager. Okay. Aaron runs the joint. He's there all the time. He is. I mean, you know him by face. I know him by face. I've been. He's, yeah. He's, and when and he's one of those guys. He kind of knows what we like. So when we come in there, he always puts on like some post-punk stuff or some old punk stuff. So. 
No, he listens to all that depressing shit that Neil likes. <laughs> Morrissey and Joy Division and fucking Duran Duran and Depeche Mode. Duran Duran? That's Tom. I think that's 10 to 10. <laughs> I don't know. That, 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 that new wavy shit, I don't think it's my, my new romantic phase, Neil. <laughs> yeah, swashbuckling, swashbuckling, Tom. I'm trying to think if I have any other like like making the sausage questions about record store day while we're talking about it, but I can't think of anything else at the moment. So maybe <laughs> I don't we should... think Aaron went to the same chameleon show as you, Neil. What the one in Chicago? Yeah, where he played like solo or something. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, one of the band members got really sick or something, and so he it was just him yes. and the bass player, I believe, or him and another guitarist. Yeah, that was a great show. Oh, yeah, yeah, we hung out with Mark afterwards. Had our photo taken with him. I talked to him for ages, actually. Cool guy. Take a depressing yeah. band and then strip it down further. That doesn't help, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like some of that shit, too. The Cure. And yeah, yeah. The no, me too. Like, I just like the basketballs. He does a great job. Did you say you like basketballs? I like to bust his balls. He does a great job. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's going <laughs> on like with this mic. This phone of yours. Balls. It's like, are you, are you recording through an open window? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I set the phone on my on my speak uh, in the bathroom when I'm taking a shit while I'm talking to you. Oh, for sake. <laughs> I remember the one time, like we talked to Matt, it was like peak my internet going bad, and I kept dropping out every. <laughs> that might have been like one of the that might have been, that might have been one of the like gunshot episodes yeah honestly we've, honestly we've talked to people in the middle of Australia, and the connection's been better than this. <laughs> it is amazing. I, I, uh, <laughs> Listen back to the one that Tom's talking about, and it's so funny because every time Tom jumps in, he would get quiet and he would go, <laughs> Well, you actually you actually dropped out there when you were doing the impression of me. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go, man. I'll tell you what. All right, let's do let's do one of your songs, Matt. And you picked out like uh kind of uh Ramonesy queersy uh songs. Yes, I did. So the first song I want to do is uh, Born to Do Dishes by the Queers. I was born to do dishes. 
the queers there with their classic born to do dishes so and we will of course we will of course be seeing the queers at the um record farm slash bonus pine slash punk till i die extravaganza on may 19th joey ramon's birthday bash bash, yes logansport indiana so you should all come if you're did i I tell you matt that's the day after i turned 50 also yes i knew that i'm gonna be pickled and this is also the year that neil turned 60 it's true. It is. That's old. That's old news. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I'm on, well on my way to 61 by now. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Neil, I got my AARP stuff in the oh, you mail. Did. That did you get the uh, did, did you get the lovely tote or whatever they offer? For well, you? yeah. The, my choices were like this six port USB charger or the insulated trunk organizer. <laughs> It's Ooh. fucking great, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Anyway, so a lot, a lot of insulation in that trunk. Yeah. We're going to have yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're going to have a we're going to have a couple episodes here where we really focus on this upcoming show, but I wanted to talk to Matt a little about it about it a little bit because honestly, I think this might be the best Joey Ramon birthday bash going on in the whole country, honestly. So so, Matt, when you booked the Putts, who are a great band, one of the guys is from Indianapolis, I thought, wow, that's a great headliner. But you were not content. And you kept I was not going. Content. How, why is it I that you, you have such a vision, Matt? You're such a visionary. <laughs> I, I just, I had tried to do, I had tried to book the Queers a few times, and I booked them for the, uh, the Record Farm Anniversary Show. Yep, 2020. the podcast. Yep, 2020. And, uh, we were Scott and I were practically on our way when that one got canceled because of stupid COVID. Yes, and um, you know that got canceled. And I've always had a really good, just you know, business acquaintance with Joe. He's a super nice guy. He's easy to deal with, and uh, their agent was very good to deal with. And I think they're uh, building just a little tour to get to Indiana and back. <laughs> Am I cutting out? Neil's laughing. I must. Did you? Laughing. No, no. I thought you said their Asian was good to deal with. <laughs> The agent. I found I believe- the agent, Ted, from TKO Agency, very good to deal with. Fantastic. Uh, I believe Joe's wife is Asian, Neil. I don't think that he thinks he's going to think that's very funny. <laughs> I just I thought that's what he said. That's all. Well, he's Asian he, man actually, records. Actually, you know what? I bet you Joe's got a pretty good sense of humor about it. He's got that, what was that first song on that album a couple years ago? Five Foot bitch attack of the five foot bitch or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly exactly and some of the things he talked to us about that uh when, when we had him on i don't think he'd be upset yes but it wasn't that. racially uh segregated yes oh, so hell. so is this is this something you wanted to do for a while the joy ramon thing is this something that's been kind of like festering under your skin for a few years now well you know so like we we book two times a week at bonus pints yep and i'm always just kind of you know, I want I want things to pop, and I'm just trying to always think of like events. And uh, you guys know that the three of us have kind of been brainstorming something similar to this since uh, we did the last time the, the record farm anniversary with Mobile Death Camp and the Countdown yep, Heroes yep. and the Distractions. Yep. And remember, we were going to maybe do something around the holidays. Yes, that's right. And then I thought about doing it again. 
So the anniversary is in March, right? The anniversary is in March. Yes. Yeah, and this year I was like sort of kicking around the idea of like Mother Death Camp again and Sloppy Seconds. Um, But I don't know. It just, I just, I just didn't work out, and I don't know why it didn't. Well, because they're doing May. Well, they're doing West Coast. Sloppy's doing West Coast in England this year. I, I kind of thought they're doing any American shows other than that, but maybe. I happen to know that there was a window of time where I could have gotten them in Logansport. Mm. Uh, there's a couple different windows they gave me that they were willing to come to Logansport and play. And uh, it just didn't work out. What happens? No, not that. there's two different windows. One is passed, and there's another one that's still open. Oh, okay. And, I, right. ha- and I have I have something kind of planned for maybe late September. Well, wow, that'd be um, great. Excellent. Yeah. We are still going to I don't know what that is. We are, but we are still going to have some sloppy seconds uh, representation at the show, right? Yes, BA will be there and I think he's actually going to sing a few songs with a few of the bands. I'm oh, nice. Pretty damn sure of that. I think Steve the drummer is coming as well. Steve oh, cool, cool, cool. the drummer. Good old Steve. So, dude, so, this is going to be a star-studded event. Boy, you're not kidding. So, do you um so what is BA kind of going to be the MC? Is that kind of what his job is going to be? Or is he just going to be like doing autographs and, you know, posing for photos? I think he'll probably just be doing autographs, posing for photos, walking around the crowd. I think he'll probably sing with a few of the bands for sure. I kind of thought maybe you knuckleheads would be the MCs and sort of maybe work the. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of thought that too. I just didn't want to be, I didn't want to be, you know, like the presumptuous. No, I, no, it, it's definitely you guys. And then it's the same tent. Uh, you saw this happen when we had Flatfoot 56, so it's that same kind of vibe. Cool. No, that'll be great. We get, Matter of fact, Matt, the small town I live in, we have four couples coming down. Oh, who's, sure. who's, who's coming, Tom? Uh, Scott and his wife, of course, yep. who you know. Uh, my friend Chad and his wife, who you met also. Oh, Chad, okay. Yeah. Ocho Cinco. And okay. my friend, our friend. It's Keith and Carrie who were came down to Flatfoot with us last year, Matt. Oh, that's who I met. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we're gonna we're cool. gonna pack. But you know, you know Scott, of course. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, it's it, we're really looking forward to. It. We're actually making a weekend of it. You know, we're gonna go down to Logansport on Friday night. We're gonna go to the show, of course, and then we're going to uh, uh, probably have breakfast at that amazing place on that filthy, dirty brown river that we had last time. And uh, then we're going to go to Indianapolis. We're going to go see the Indianapolis Indians. And then we're going to go to the Melody to watch the Joey Ramone show there on Saturday night. And who's playing there? Nobody you care about. Okay. But we'll hear about your folks. What's what's interesting about that? So, one, the, the Indianapolis Indian Stadium is gorgeous, and you guys will have a fucking blast. Oh, cool. They have a really nice bathtub. And then also... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say they have a really nice bathtub? They have a really nice ball field. <laughs> ball diamond, ballpark. He does sound a little bit like he's like trying to rob a bag with a pantyhose over his face. He does. He does. Do, you have, do, you have, do you have some knickers stuffed in your mouth, mate? I'm speaking very clearly into my eight-year-old iPhone 4. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, now, what's interesting is so I kind of thought that the melody would have booked Kepi Gooley. Right. I thought that too, yeah, because he's in Lafayette. 
He's in Lafayette he's in that Lafayette night. On Thursday. Oh, oh, yeah. And Saturday, he's in Lafayette. As a matter of fact, if it wasn't for the fact that these couples coming with us are sort of a, it's going to be a lot of music for him anyway, I would have loved to, because Lafayette's close by, obviously. It's not that far from you, less than an hour. No. And, uh, yeah, I would love to see Kepi, because B-Face is playing with Kepi, too. So what night do you think Kepi is in Lafayette? Thursday he, or Saturday? No, Saturday. I'm pretty sure it's Saturday. I thought it was Thursday. Well, maybe I had that backwards, huh. but I thought it was Saturday. But uh, dude, there's a lot of fun shit to do in Lafayette too, with the being college campus and everything. You know, there's a lot of shit. <laughs> college town. College town. The microphone. Okay. What, and my what, friend, uh, my friend, my friend Greg lives there too, who Neil loves. Now <laughs> he goes causing trouble. <laughs> Inside uh, yeah, joke. Greg. Uh, Greg Simpson. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, Greg's yeah. good dude. So he's this, got two little kids. He he's Neil, got two little Neil kids. Neil hates him, but he's I like him. Uh, he's got two little kids. I don't think he's going to go out and howl at the moon with us. You guys like everybody, but hold on a second. He's he's just added Chicago. He's playing Cobra Lounge, I guess. Okay, interesting. Um, so he is do, do, May May twentieth, Lafayette. Yes. Yep. May twenty, Lafayette. Yeah, and he has he has the nineteenth free, according to this. Well, maybe he'll stop by. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Joe and B Face are not on good terms though i'm not positive about that because mm. b-face mm. was like the classic era bass player for the queers you know what i'm talking about right man yes yep he still looks like he's like 30 years old the guy's amazing he's gotta be like 55 and he looks like he's 30 but yeah keppy's got b-face playing with him and uh i don't know who's playing drums but it's the same lineup he did that like i, I don't know if it's the same same drummer or what but he did that like goth record with that was pretty cool so well, anyway tour, he's going out doing all Ramon songs, isn't he? I don't know, but that sure would be a great fit. No shit. Maybe th- maybe he'll stop by. I'll tell you what. I'm going to put a buzz a bug in his ear, Neil. Maybe we can get him to swing by the bonus pints on Friday night, and uh, we're yeah. going to have an all star jam. All star jam. Yes, that'd be amazing. Kepi Gooley. Are you guys getting ready to interview him? What's that? Are you getting ready to interview him, or are you friendly with him? I'm not, but I do. I do have a contact. I, I would probably like to have him on. Yeah, we actually put out the, the skateboard company I used to be involved with. We actually put out a Groovy Ghoulies deck, so we actually did have contact with him at one point, but that was 15 years ago, probably. We've been, uh, right. we've been, I've been very preoccupied personally, and we have, I, I have not been helping much to book guests, but I had a real stirring today, and I've sent out some emails and stuff, and I'm really kind of energetic to get back to it. So we'll see. But then I look at my schedule and go, when am I going to schedule this? When am I going to do this? That's why I like this is like last minute. We just we just put this together. But I like I said, I want I thought we should do a little something for a record store day. And uh, and like I said, we can kind of segue it into the segue it into the Joey Ramon thing because. OK, who's trying to who's trying it. to call me? Neil's getting a Neil's getting a, a messenger. Yeah, but, call. It, but it's from you guys. Well, that is weird. Which one? Which up. one? Which one of you guys is trying to call me? You there, Matt? What the fuck is Matt doing? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> what the oh, fuck I mean, you... I... Can you hear me? What are you doing? <laughs> you retard. Matt, are you sausage? Are you having trouble with your sausage fingers? <laughs> my, my my fat fucking face pushed against the phone, and I was like. <laughs> Trying to two-way call somebody through Bluetooth. It was us. It was you were trying to call me. 
Yeah, we're foldable server. <laughs> but it's, it's funny. I had the exact same thing. I was actually talking to someone else today, Matt, related to the Joey Ramone thing that we're going to have on the show. And I was, and I accidentally hit the call thing on on Messenger, and I couldn't stop it. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, I'm at work, dude. I'm a little busy. I'm like, I, I'm sorry. It's my fat fingers. I didn't mean to call you. It's, it's so funny, and you probably didn't even hear me, but you said, "Oh, we threw this together." And then while I was cut off, I said, "As you can tell by my phone quality, <laughs> yeah. I'm already fucking cut myself off." Yes. <laughs> That's all right. Well, I'll tell you what. So, but well, like I said, I, th- I think we're going to have, I think we're going to have the best. I think this is going to be, I don't know who's playing like the New York city, the New York city one, but I'll tell you what, I think Logansport, Indiana is going to have the best Joey Ramone tribute show this year. I think it's hey, going to be amazing. Yeah. So tell us about this, the, the third band that's playing that don't want us. Who, who, who are they? Well, before we say that, we're clearly having the best one in the country because we're affiliated oh, no. with the only Punk rock, punk rock. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's complimenting us, Neil, but I'm not sure because he's swimming. <laughs> yes. Dude, it, it really, it really does sound like you're you're moving the microphone away from your face on purpose. Well, he's just on the phone. Yeah, I don't. I don't fucking know, man. This is going to hell. I swear that the, the the show bonus points will be better than this. I promise. No, no, it's going to be great. And like, and like you were kind of alluding to. We're going to do some trivia. We're going to talk to Dr. Disc. I don't know if, if we will have already talked to Dr. Disc by the time you hear this or if we'll talk to him after, but he's going to have a box of records. We're going to have – We're going to have. If, if you come to see this show and you're a Punk Till I Die fan and you come to see this show, you will go home with something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. The clap. It, it, might, it, might be <laughs> yeah, it might be chlamydia, but you'll go home with something, right, Neil? <laughs> yes, exactly. Gonorrhea. <laughs> No, because our we got we got some good we we got some really it, it's going to be cool. We're going to have some new merch. We got some uh, yeah, might have some pint glasses for you. Perhaps. Yeah, we got some new merch. We're like I said, we got some stuff. We've had some donors give us some stuff for some some trivia stuff. So bring your Ramones, bring all your Ramones trivia skills. It's going to be a good time. I just I just can't imagine how it's not going to be a good time. You guys should set up a merch table here. Yeah, we might have a little bit. We might do a little something like that. I'm uh yeah. I'm trying to do a little fundraising for another uh Punk Till I Die project. So yeah, we uh I'm I'm not really very comfortable with like trying to make money out of this thing, but my wife keeps browbeating me, so maybe eventually. <laughs> yeah, you should. Fuck. I'm afraid if we have a merch table it'll be like that scene in Spinal Tap where they go to the record store to do the signing and like nobody just like sitting up. there by ourselves yeah, sitting there just like <laughs> taking everything back home again at the end of the night like our, the people we brought with us will come buy some stuff just to make us feel better yeah yeah get, give Scott like a bunch of different hats he can like change the different hats and look like he's different people coming up to the booth all the time there you go fake mustache <laughs> Ah, that'll be good. I'm trying to think what else. What else can we say about this thing? I mean, just you just need to come out. And some well, people were asking. A couple of people did ask, like, "Well, is, is it's free? That's awesome, but is there going to be enough room?" It's outside. There will be enough room, right? I mean, we will we will make room for whoever. No, there will be. If it's outside the parking lot, the parking lot could hold four thousand people. I mean, four thousand. Uh, yeah, I don't think we'll have four thousand. No, the parking lot's enormous. Now, inside, if for some reason we have a fucking monsoon, it may, it may get tight if we move it indoors, but uh, the building still holds, fuck, man, 150, 200 people easily. Hmm. Yeah. No, it'll be good. So, like I said before you started throwing the phone out of the window, tell us about that band that don't want us. Cause I, oh, that's, that's right. I don't want us. That's the band we don't really know okay, anything so about. 
the don't want us, or as you called them on the last uh, episode, the wanna dies. Um, <laughs> Which they might want to change their name. That's actually you know? a pretty good name for a band, yeah. <laughs> they are um, a three-piece, Ramones Core, pop punk. Every single song starts, the title starts with I don't wanna, and then, you know, fill in the blank from there. Um, the bass player is from the Logansport area. And the drummer is in a really popular Indiana band called Lisa Frank and the Trapper Keepers. Huh. And uh, just a fun band. I wanted an opening band that had some sort of tie-in to Logansport to kind of help draw some more local people in. And it's a perfect fit. So they're great guys. And I'm I think pretty sure I'm not, I don't think I'm giving away any secrets, but I'm pretty sure they may be joined by a, uh, uh, rock and roll icon from uh, Indiana. I think BA is going to get up. Ma- and Ma- I mean, Matt's going to jump up. Matt's John Cougar Mellencamp is going to get up on stage. Yes, <laughs> Michael Jackson's um, uh, hologram will be there. <laughs> I'd rather have the hologram than the real Michael Jackson, if we're being honest. <laughs> yes. No, I think BA is going to do a song with him. Oh, cool, sweet. So, so in other words. Come early, come often, guys. Don't uh, don't wait for the headliners. That sounds extraordinarily rude, Tom. Come early, come often. That's what my old girlfriend used to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll be you here were often night. too early for her, but that's all right. That's yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. Every I mean, we. I think it's going to be a good mix of like local people. It'll be two kinds of local people: local people who are really interested in the music, and local people who want to take in the spectacle of this. Mm-hmm these alleged queers because they want to make sure they all know what queers look like and <laughs> and a nice i think people come from out of town i mean i, th- I think you're gonna I, I think you know indianapolis i think i i think we might have some contingent coming down from chicago i think i think it's just gonna be uh it's gonna be great it's gonna be huge i'm gonna do beer outside too so i'll have beer indoors like normal and i think i'm gonna have some like three dollar smashable cans outside like some not not any fucking corporate beer. I won't have any Budweiser or Coors Light or anything like that. No no Bud Light, buddy? No Bud Light? No, nah, but it's not for the, the common... You don't want to be inclusive? Like... You. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm too inclusive for that pandering bullshit. Yeah, I know. No, corporate America really cares about people, Matt. Uh, no, I, that 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 whole thing's ridiculous. We didn't have Bud Light uh, anyways. But, uh, yeah, I know. It's terrible beer. No one should drink it. Not yeah, because the ad campaign. A thousand percent inclusive of all types here, and we don't need shitty go. fucking beer to, to tell us that. But, um, <laughs> but I am going to have some lagers. So we 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 have been buying uh, a Michigan brewery called Shorts. Oh yeah, I love Shorts up north. Yeah, yeah. And, and we buy their local light. Oh, I love that great. shit. Yeah, 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 man. That's a, so we sell those three dollars a can. Braxton makes a beer called a Garage Beer. We sell those three dollars a can. Uh, there you I go. See that? That's what I like. I would nice do. Three. If I was you, I'd do five dollars a can. Otherwise, you're going to be dealing with change all night. No, three dollars a can because then you get no. Because you, you get cheap bastard. You want our friend to make money. You want our friend to make money for fifteen bucks. You want our friend to make money. Come on. No, I I do, yeah, yeah. but I also I, I I'm sort of you know I live in Grand Rapids area obviously, and we have so many of these craft breweries, and I think I'm like petered out on the six dollar pint. I think I've just kind of had enough. Like I just want to drink PBR, well, I, you know. Dude, I, I actually agree with you, too, to some extent, because, and you guys said this on the episode the other day, 
on a normal night too, we have music on Thursdays and Fridays. And on a normal night, we still close at eleven. And I still don't want a bunch of drunken assholes in there. So I understand that the concert experience, oftentimes, especially for Tom, who is just on a rampage to destroy his own liver, <laughs> the concert experience is like slamming beers, you know. And we yeah. have this live music, and I'm not a big fan of the guy that smashed fifteen. You know, blueberry imperial style. I think you would be a fan of it because they have like a ninety dollar tab. <laughs> yeah, but man, you know, I just don't like the dickhead. You know, the yeah. fucking asshole behavior. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. I'd rather people just. You know, anyways, Tati and I made the uh, concerted effort to have a smashable, crushable. I think they call it crushable beer. Right? People can go to a concert, drink seven or eight beers, and you know, still be functioning. So. You know I can, Matt. You know I, I'm unstaggerable. Oh, no, I've oh, seen him. I've seen him stagger. Like no other dude. I've seen him stagger <laughs> once or twice. You are yeah. like no other dude. That that fucking walk that you made from the State Theater to the Holiday Inn—that is at least that is at least a four mile walk one way. It was a it was a mile and a half the way we did it with so much zigzagging. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it, it was more than that. I'm telling you, that's probably a three or four mile walk. One way. You mean? The amazing thing is I got my records back to the hotel room. That's the real amazing thing. And um, you stopped at the bungalow, man. The bungalows. Yeah, the yeah, we did home, stop at another bar. That's right. We stopped at another bar on the halfway to fortify ourselves. <laughs> but you and, you and Scott are so big, nobody's going to fuck with you. Well, it's funny. It's funny, Neil, because my wife's like, go over your, you know, go over the credit card receipt for the month. And I saw the credit card receipt for that Friday you were in town and I drank all those buckets of beer. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, it was it, to to drink, spend over a hundred dollars at my local bar there. You know how cheap it is. Yeah, that takes a real that takes a real act of will. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> so I had like a hundred six dollar bar bill drinking PBRs, Matt. What do you think about that? <laughs> oh my god, you lunatic! Well, well, and the funny we thing, the, well, the funny thing was, we'd actually been drinking at other places since noon. So that, that, that wasn't it well, by any it's, means. It's come to my attention that when Neil comes over, I'm like, oh, cool, man. We'll have a good drink. I'll have a good drinking weekend with Neil. But by about 8 o'clock, I'm actually just drinking by myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's done for the day, and I'm just, like, using you as an excuse. So, listen, as I approach my fifth birthday here, I'm reevaluating my situation. But anyway, well, listen, we, we are going to wrap this up, Matt, before your, I don't know, before your phone explodes. You get that well, weird battery as yeah, yeah, no, I was going to say, you tell, you tell me whatever, you, you do whatever you want to do here. We're not cutting you off. I'm just wrapping it up. So, yeah, what do you need? No, what do you want? Okay, so, uh, no, here, I, I really uh, love and appreciate you guys for having me on all the time. <laughs> okay, Start over, Matt. Start over. Not really, but that's all right. Go ahead. Start over. <laughs> are, you, are you in a McDonald's drive-thru? <laughs> you motherfucker. I, uh, I love and appreciate you guys having me on. So much, thank you. Of course. Oh man, man, we, you, yeah, yeah, no, we, we, dude, our, 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 uh, you, you have done more for us than we've done for you, and we, uh, we valued man this relationship, and so that's that's not exactly that's true. Well, when you I, know, when nice. I, if I'm fortunate <laughs> enough to come back on this year, I will have Skype. Do I put Skype on my fucking computer or do I put it on a phone? How does both, that work? both, all of the above. It doesn't matter. You can do. Neil, Neil will tutor you. He'll give yeah. you a tutoring okay. over there. I will be on and if I'm fortunate enough to come on at the end of the year and, and run down my top five PTID episodes of the year. Yeah, that might be a new tradition. Time. We might have to I do that. I promise you. 
We might have to do that. That's a fun new I tradition. I can't believe I put you guys through this. I get my chance at the big time. And I'm <laughs> That's all right. It's well, almost like a comedy of errors at this point. Yeah, so, the, the, yeah the, the worst sounding show of the year. You can guarantee it's gonna it's gonna be good. Well, at that. least it was my fault last time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, no, he was on not so long ago. He was on just before Christmas, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. We did the year end. We did year end. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Hey, so, so you have another song to play, right? Why don't you introduce it for us? Hey, thank you guys for having me. We'll see you May nineteenth. You sure? Can't wait, man. Can't wait. PTID, Joey Ramone Bass, the Don't Wanters, the Queers, the Putts. Bring your kids, play some pinball, buy some records. Dr. Disc will be there. And we're going out on a controversial pick for this to be my favorite Ramone song ever. It is Bonzo Goes to Bedford. Yeah, big up the PC. Come on, stop the transfer. Boy, you go 
So that was the Ramones with Bonzo Goes to Bitburg, a.k.a. Her brain is hanging upside down. And that was Matt. Good old Matt. Thanks, Matt. Good Swish, talking to you, buddy. We'll see you Matt. soon. I think he's Would gone. he hang up? I was just trying to be quiet like I wasn't here. <laughs> Dude, it's so oh, funny. The quality on your phone call right now is actually the best it's been all fucking it, 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 episodes. It comes and goes. It definitely comes and goes. It comes yes, and goes. Just, no, like, just sorry, like Matt. I, I don't know what... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks, right, Matt. We'll see yeah. you soon, man. Looking forward to it. Yep. See ya. All right. See you, man. Bye. Hey, this is Susie Moon, and you're listening to Tom and Neil on the Punk Till I Die podcast. Ow! All right. Hey, so now we're here with with our pal Alan, Dr. Disc. How you doing, Dr. Disc? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. And, of course, Alan, Dr. Disc, is with Goldmine. He's been on with us, boy, probably three, four times. At least a couple, right? Yeah, yeah. My goal is to overtake Matt, but I don't know if I'll ever get there. Well, yeah, it takes some doing, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of like our Alec Baldwin. <laughs> like if we were Saturday Night Live, Matt would be our Alec Baldwin, except for he hasn't shot any of us yet. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe that's coming up. I think Ricky Keyword Frankel's yet. been on a few times too. I think Ricky's, yeah, Ricky's been, been on, on like a lot. Times. Yeah, I would say I would say like musician BA has been on like three times at least, like for for actual musicians. But I think uh, yeah, I think Doctor Disc, Matt, and Ricky are kind of the dark horses for. Uh, most most visits. Yes, that might be a trivia question, you know, for the. Yeah, for, there you go. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah. So yeah, we're so we're sort of talking about record store day, and we're talking about we're going to talk about the event, but we'll kind of talk about record store day first. You, of course, being of all the gold mine, you know, record store days like Christmas and New Year's and and your birthday all rolled into one. So tell us about your. Why don't you tell us about your record store day, uh, Doctor Disc? What did you do this year? Well, I um. I went out to Siren Records, which um, it was important for me to get out to there this year because um, the last couple of years I had gone out there and the the first customer that's been regularly in line, a gentleman by the name of Jim Smith, uh, passed away unexpectedly right after last year's Black Friday sales. And so... Wow, good good time, Dr. Disc, with us here yeah. today. Huh? <laughs> well, Bill... Uh, Bill Bill, the owner, did something classy. He put a chair out there, which was, I guess, Jim's chair. Ah, okay. That's cool. told everybody. And so that was kind of the honorable first guest into the store. And then Jim's wife and daughter, Jill and Amanda, um, arrived, and they passed out donuts and coffee to everybody. And it was just a real good feel good. So it, it reminded me how much record store, record collecting is really a family thing and how it brings... And when I mean family, I mean it brings people together who you might not otherwise hang out with, but you know you share a passion of records, and all of a sudden you're family. So I went out there and spent the spent the day or spent the morning with Bill and the group at Siren. You hear that, Richard? Records are supposed to bring a family together. Meanwhile, his wife's going to divorce him for buying so many records, but he's, <laughs> at least he's got the guys in line. <laughs> or she might she might actually kill him. Something like yes. that. Yeah, I'm not sure. So how so how many people were actually in line over there? Like, what time did you get there? Did you see the line, or had it already? Yeah, happened? oh yeah. I I arrived at seven a.m. and the line was probably fifty deep. Oh, wow. you're insane. Oh wait, you Listen, got up earlier talk- than you would to go to work. I talked to a guy. Well, the first guy in line got there at two forty-five. Wow. Um, I talked to a guy out Still in Georgia. Still drunk, Neil. Probably just walked from that bar, bar that we love across the street. The street. Yeah, there. holy yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to a guy in Georgia, 
who got in line, and there were over 200 people in his line. A oh. lot of them, and, and, I, and I, I wanted to bring this topic up with you guys because I'd love to get your opinion on it. A lot of them were young women, uh, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old, who I'm really? sure were all in line for the very limited uh, Taylor Swift limited to 75,000 copies. Um, <laughs> so it was limited? Holy fuck. Wow. <laughs> That's like more than the rest of the records put together. Yeah. yeah. It's um, like Metallica numbers. But I wanted, I wanted to get your opinion on that because I have mixed feelings. I mean, on one side, hey, it's bringing all these new people in to record collecting. On the other side, though, you know, it probably killed a lot of records that people wanted to really get because they couldn't get them printed because yeah. they were printing 75,000 Taylor Swifts. Yeah. Well, it, it, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure about that. You know, it's it's funny because we have a – and you we have a mutual friend. And I think you've met him also, Dr. Disc, who's got a new record store up in town. And I think he's pretty anti-record store day. Mike is, yep. yeah. Mike appears. And, there's some, and I think there's some valid reasons why people are not. And it took me quite a few years to warm up to it, if we're being honest. Matter of fact, I really didn't warm up to it until we started doing this podcast because it's fodder for the podcast. But I always had kind of a negative attitude about it, too. So we might actually have somebody on to kind of, you know, I don't, not to necessarily be negative about it, but to kind of give the downside of it. So we might actually, I don't know, if we got time. It's always the scheduling. you know. Probably, yeah, probably about 25% of the stores that I visited do not participate in record store day because or they'll do something different right right it upsets their regulars because right. you get all these flippers who come in and yeah and you see them once or twice a year and all the regulars who really want some of this stuff never can get it because it's all gone hmm. yeah that's true too well yeah i, I just I don't, I don't know i i like it because it's hard to argue with something that's so good for these independent retailers um, because, you know, it is the day where a lot of them make, you know, it's it's where they make money, enough money for the to almost sustain them through the year even. But um, it is funny that the this started out as very much an indie movement, but now the big labels have taken over the, you know, the big labels have taken over Record Store Day. So... Anyway, there's, I mean, yeah, there's, I guess there's up and a down. Talking about that as well, you wonder how many of those 75,000 Taylor Swift records, if that number's right, um, how, how, how many of them are actually getting played versus how many of them are just either going to be mounted in, you know, f uh, frames on the wall or just put on a shelf, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know if 75,000 people are going out and buying turntables, you know? Mm. Well, and, you know, there were a ton of them. There were within an hour of of record store day opening there were tons of them up on ebay already hmm. um mm. it, it was insane like massively um, mocked up or, or just, oh yeah. yeah yeah you know 175 200 dollars yeah so tell me tell me dr disc did you buy the taylor swift trigger <laughs> you bought 10 <laughs> no. copies i did not <laughs> yeah yeah i'm hiding them. well that's the thing yeah. there's only one copy per person is generally the rule right yep. i think that's a record store day rule yeah, every store I've gone to, they're like, you can buy as many as you want, but only one of each. Yes. Yeah. So no, you I, did not buy Taylor Swift. I did not. Um, You're going uh, on the record as saying. Yep. I'm you going on the record as saying I did not purchase <laughs> Swift. Well, it's, it is it, – I, I, when it comes to, like, grown men buying Taylor Swift, I guess I could respect them flipping it more than listening to it, but I don't know. Well, These are complicated. 
Complicated questions for complicated times, Neil. Yeah, like like it was just actually I just said to Matt before we uh, before when when he was on, um, I looked up on Discogs. It had the most expensive you know record store day buys or whatever or what they're worth now. You know the highest amount, and the Taylor Swift one from like five years ago was like seven hundred and fifty bucks. So Ugh. so you can see why people are doing it now. That was I'm assuming that was much more limited than seventy five thousand to go for that kind of price. Yeah, that's a but still, massive, massive number. Yeah. Well, and, you know, if you think about it, because I, I think it was last year or the year before, there was a Fleetwood Mac Rumors, which was like a, it was like alternative takes. And I know I know you guys are huge closet Fleetwood Mac fans. Yeah, especially uh, alternative takes. <laughs> yes. That sounds just amazing. Yes. <laughs> and I think there was, again, I think that was another one where it was like limited to 100,000 or something like, some insane number. Like oh, maybe my gosh. Maybe 40,000. But they still... I mean, you still find those selling for a whole lot more. I mean, people were buying them. I mean, so I don't know. Maybe maybe they know something or maybe they care about something we just don't. Um, but I, I don't know. I I just I don't need another copy of Janis Joplin's Greatest Hits. I mean, can we can we stop producing albums that I can go buy in the dollar bin? Well, I, I will <laughs> say at, the le- question, man. at least the question. this year there was no – um, you know, more raping of Joe Strummer's grave. At least there was no weird Joe Strummer thing this year. Oh, there's always. Oh yeah, there was. Oh, there was. Yeah, there was, oh, there was a Joe Strummer. Oh fuck's sake! <laughs> yeah, Streetcore reissue, like right, one of his legit albums, I think. You know. Yep. Uh, yeah. What was it? Was it difficult to get? Was it was Streetcore difficult to get? Was there a big demand? I don't know. I never listened to. His, I never listened to his solo stuff. No, you can. Uh, as a matter of fact, today, I got all the emails from everybody who was trying to clear out all their leftover stuff, and so. Um, I know, uh, what is it? One, two, three, four go records out in California. Had yep, Oakland. Yep. I know, I know that, um, rough trade had a bunch of them. Mm. Um, there's even a store I follow in, um, in England that had some that they were selling. Mm. So you can still get the strummer. It's not too late for you, Neil. There you go, Neil. Well, I think you'd probably still got the original. I don't know why they would have felt the need to fucking reissue that. That's I don't know. Those might. I think those kind of came out in CD era, so I don't know that there's a ton of those around on vinyl. Hmm. Right. Okay. That was the. That was what like. It was nineties, right? I thought it was like two thousand two or something like that. I'm not sure. Maybe you're right. So. So okay, so what does so you didn't buy Taylor Swift? What is Doctor Disc going for for his personal collection? What was on your list this year? Well, I I'll start by saying I did get the Ramones. Um, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, I did get the Ramones. I okay. picked up uh, Travis the Invisible Band live. Was what that? is what is that? So Travis, they were a they had a big hit in the oh Travis 90- yeah 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 I know them yeah 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 with a song called Sing. Um, but they well, that does not the ring al- a bell at all. The album is impossible to get, and so mm. they they reformed or got back together a year or two ago, and then performed the whole album live, and then they recorded it to final. So this is the only way you could get it, which that I like. I mean, this was the first time and the only time it's going to be available. Um, not that I care about. Live so at least albums. it's an exclusive kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, and it's Kraft Records, so it's done. Oh, good quality. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, just yeah. just just to let people know, Alan's a punk lover, but he loves you like classic rock. You're you're yeah. more of a kind of a like you like rock and roll in general, right? That's most of what you buy. Yeah, mostly punk, and then some class. Like I did break down and buy a Cinderella album that uh, that Siren had, you know, oh, for half price. 
Was uh, it uh, Long Cold Winter or it, or the it was, Night Songs? It was Night Songs. Great album. Great. Yeah, great I already great have album. Long Cold Winter, so. That's a great album. Those those are expensive too. Those are like thirty plus dollar LPs. Well, usually. he had it for he had it for twenty two dollars, and then all of his used stuff was fifty percent off. Hmm. Huh. So I, well, I got twelve dollars. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Go to record stores on record store day, buy some of that stuff, but buy their other inventory too, because a lot of times yeah. there's great sales going on. See, this yeah, was, yeah, this was the lot problem though. I'm trying to do that on record store day. I went to vintage vinyl, and you know how small vintage vinyl is, yeah. Al. Um, you couldn't move in there because you know it's such a small store, and there was like thirty people in there just digging through the digging through the uh, bins. You couldn't move in the store, so I had to just ask Steve to get the stuff I wanted, and he handed it to me at the door, and I just left because it was too uncomfortable in there. Hmm. But well, uh, yeah. All right, I'm sorry. Keep going. You got Travis. You got the Ramones. I picked up something, and I can't even pronounce it, and I only bought it. I'll tell you about it. I bought it because Bill said, "Oh, you're gonna want to get this. It's pretty good." But it was it's a Russian Ukrainian punk band. Uh, first official release from this band, and it came out in like the late 70s, early 80s. Mm. Um, Volpli something or other. I can't, but he, he was right. Um, and I think it was one, it was pretty inexpensive. It was like, do you want to show the cover to us so I can was, see if was I this a re- was this a was this a record store? Do you think move it, yeah. move it, move it back a bit from the camera? Uh, the, huh. the camera yeah, does, does not look familiar, Neil. Let me take it out of here. Maybe then I'll get into focus, but yeah, no, I don't know. I thought maybe it was Molchat Doma, but it's not. Yeah, no, it's huh? Interesting. It, yeah, well, I'll tell you what. You know, those of us who actually know Doctor Dis' last name know that he's probably got some pretty strong Eastern European heritage, right? <laughs> yes, his last name is Stalin. People, just yes, so you yes. know. <laughs> I think you Doctor Doctor about Disc. that once before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, so, so um, this was one of the. Well, it wasn't the first time, but it's 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 the first record store day for a Siren post the flood, right? That's right, yeah, the flood. So, so how did yeah. the store look? I mean, I haven't I haven't been since since he's reopened. The store looked great. Um, the store looked really really good. He actually um, everything was organized even neater than it was before. But he seemed to have more inventory than he's ever had before. And wow. Um, he did have like all the damaged records because he lost a ton of records where the sle- the outer sleeves just got destroyed. But the records oh. themselves were were good. So he was selling, you know, high quality vinyl in just generic plastic or uh, paper sleeves for like ninety nine cents. Hmm. So it was a great thing if you just were thumbing through it, you could find some great vinyl just that didn't have the covers. Mm-hmm. So if you were looking to maybe replace an old scratched up copy of a record, that oh sure, had, that's a good idea, yeah. And he still has it. Yeah, so go go visit him. Please go visit him. And, well, I'm and, coming to visit in a couple of weeks, and I don't know exactly how far we're going to get record shopping, but we'll certainly put that on the list if we, yeah. if we get a chance. That's a long ways away, though. It's a long haul. Yeah, so, it is. So didn't he make the stage a little bit bigger in the front or something? Did I did I see a photograph well, of that? I don't know. No, the stage is exactly the same, but he cleaned it up. Okay. Um, and they, they, they did a great job. I mean, they, they were spinning records in there, and – he had more customers in there than I had seen before, and everybody was having a good time. And, you know, he's got so many regulars that come in. It just, again, you feel, it It feels like if Cheers was a record store, right? you know, that's what it feels like. You walk in, people are saying hi to each other. That's the fun part of record store. Day. His, kids are, his kids are running all over the place. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> and, not, yeah, and you know what? Good old Bill, he was sporting his punk till I die sweatshirt too. Yeah, so yes, he was. That. Yeah, fucking love he was. Bill. He was wearing it. He was he was repping for you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Bill's great. We love that store. So I'm sorry. So are you were you done with what you picked up, Neil? He wasn't done. I think we interrupted. No, I, I picked up. Um, let's see. What else did I get? I'm trying to remember. Uh, Cinderella, obviously. Yeah. Well, that but that's not a record store day release. Um, I <laughs> did get. Al- I got Albatross, uh, Fleetwood Mac, the 12 inch. I am a huge Peter Green fan. I just always impressed by his guitar. So that's like the real early Fleetwood Mac, like before they yeah. got, became a pop man. Okay. Yeah, I picked up um, the Sun Ra live album. Okay. Is I haven't listened to it yet, but it's supposed to be like just psychedelically. See, I don't of, know anything about Sun you, Ra, but you, I know like the, you the could MC5 not pay me this. enough money to listen to that. That would just be fucking brutal. You know, gun to your head, you have to listen to Sun Ra or Fleetwood Mac. Come on, Fleetwood what are you Mac. Picking? All right. Um, and I think that's I think that's everything that I that was record store day. Re- oh well, this wasn't a record store day release. But Tom, you talked about this earlier. Bill had. Uh, on your on a previous episode, Bill had still some of the midnight release editions of the Metallica, um, uh, so the new Metallica. So I did, was that a color variant or what was the deal? Yeah, with it? it's a it's a midnight blue color variant um, that it looks black until you hold it up to the light, and then it's really uh, cool. I so, have the I have the never mellow yellow. Yeah, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, the record itself is only so so. But it is one of the best sounding records I've heard. Oh, interesting. Okay. Just amazing. Just jumps off the turntable, Neil. Jumps off the turntable. Hey, we and should then probably it gets have. Really so- after oh, about three songs. Sorry. No, I was going to say we should probably have Alan play a song, huh? Well, let's let's finish record store day stuff and then we'll play a song before we switch gears. How about okay. that? All right. Sounds good. Sorry. So, um, now see now I, I lost my train of thought, Neil. I so hope you, got so, you got so excited about the Metallica okay, that you, so, you lost track. So well, no. Let's. So have you listened to them all yet, or have you not had a chance? No, I haven't. I've only listened to. I listened to the Russian album. I've listened to Travis. I've listened to the Fleetwood Mac, and I, I did listen to the Metallica today. What? So that yeah, that's crazy long. It's seventy-seven minutes long. Yeah. What about? So you haven't listened to the Ramones. I have not, no. Because I'm really curious about this Ramones. Have you heard this, Neil? I have. I, I see. It wasn't. It wasn't truly Record Store Day exclusive because. The, well, there's there a bootleg of it. There was there's a, a bootleg well, of it. Well, it isn't. It's all a bootleg. I mean, there's alternate takes came out about a year ago. So okay. I've I've heard them and they're not particularly impressive. I no, mean, you don't like it. I, 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 I mean, I love that album, and this well, is nothing but, that different. But the thing is, my understanding is it's the songs from that album, but more in the style of like the first couple albums. Mm, don't know about that. Well, anyway, I'm curious to hear it. I looked for it on Spotify, not on there. Don't know what their problem is. <laughs> well, my plan was to give it a listen, and if I didn't like it that much, I was going to bring it to to the. There show. you go. <laughs> we'll we'll get it signed by signed by Joe Queer. Yeah. So <laughs> we we'll sign what, it for him. <laughs> what? So the other thing is, you had me. There was one thing you couldn't find. What was that? Because I I looked for it and I couldn't come up with it either. Was it El Cuatro or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that. So that's another one that Bill told me about. I think there were only a thousand of these made, and it's a punk band. I think out of California, or or no, uh, maybe it's East Coast. And Bill played it for me when I first got in there before the customers came in. He's like, "Well, just listen to this and tell me what you think it sounds like." And it sounded a lot like Cody from Teenage Bottle Rocket. Oh, Lillington, Teenage Bottle Rocket. Yeah, okay, okay. It really sounded like Cody. And hmm. only not maybe not as gravelly, 
but really good. Huh. And he he only had two copies, one for him, and then some guy bought one. But Bill was just able to get me one, so I will have it, and, and I'll bring it out to the show. There, there, was, there was only three hundred of those made. Oh, three hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, Bill had three of them. That's yeah. amazing. And yeah, I actually did. After you mentioned it, I did listen to it, and it's a lot more rock and rolly than Teenage Bottle Rocket or or the Lillingtons. Though I mean, I mean, the voice might be similar, but it was. Uh, it was certainly a lot more rock and roll than that. Mm. Um, I guess Arlington. Yeah, they must be East Coast, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It was pretty good, though. I was impressed. I had never heard of them. Yeah, huh. I've never heard of them. Yeah, I've never heard of them either. Yeah. The Four. El Cuatro. The El Four. Cuatro. I think the album's right. called Displacement, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. So, what songs What songs are you gracing us with, Dr. Disc? Well, I, I sent Neil three. Um, you know, I know you guys like to do kind of themes to your music. So sure. I, I just was thinking I'd stay with like three really good Chicago bands. And sure. um, I had the opportunity to go see Sludgeworth. Um, oh, the Cobra Lounge recently. Yeah, Lounge yeah, yeah. Of and um, wow, for a band that hadn't really performed together in like 35 years, um they were really good, and the place was packed. It was it was actually like a who's who of Chicago punk because uh, Jeff Pizzotti was there, Daryl from the Bull Evils was there, um, what's the the lead singer from Lawrence Arms? He was there. Um, maybe, Brandon, uh, yeah, yeah, Brandon, Brandon Kelly. Everybody Kelly, yeah. was there. Um, it so, was it was really cool. So and, the, and they, for those they did people, a great... for those people that don't know who Sludgeworth are, do you want to tell people who they are? Well, they're just they're. Uh, a Chicago punk band that basically produced a couple of 45s and some EPs and, and finally for the first time ever released an album on a vinyl, um, on red scare. Um, I think it came out right at the beginning of the year. And, um, so it's, it's not like these guys are recording new music, uh, although they are recording. Well, they hadn't played in 20 years or something, right? Right. They played one new song that night and rumor has it that we might be getting more new music from them, but they're, they're really good. If you like that Chicago punk sound, I mean, sounding a little like naked Ray gone and the bull weevils and and those other Chicago bands, but it was was a side project from screeching weasel, I believe though. Right. It was was Danny. It was, it was Danny Vapid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And Brian, the drummer, I guess. Okay, I don't know who the Screechers had a lot of drummers. The classic lineup would be would have been Dan Panic probably, but but yeah, no, I it's funny because I was a huge Weasel fan, but I did not follow all the side projects, so I actually don't really know Sludgeworth at all. So are we gonna play a Sludgeworth song? Yep, yep. I think what's, I gave you uh, someday. What's the song? Yeah, exactly. Yep. So Sludgeworth someday. <laughs>
yeah. Right, that was Sledgeworth there was yeah with Someday. And is is that off that album? Yes, it is. It's uh, I believe it's the second song on side A. Okay. Toby's doing some good work there with Red Scare because he did that Sludgeworth album, which I think was a reissue, right? Well, again, or was it like a compilation? Yeah, it was a compilation first time out on vinyl. Okay, and then he's doing the new Bow Wheels album, which is coming out I think June second. So, you know, we've the we've had a lot of requests to have Doctor Daryl on, so we'll definitely try to make that happen here when the new I record comes out. He is by far one of the best interviews I've ever had. He is absolutely amazing. Oh, cool. Um, he's, should... he's more or less even agreed to it. We just haven't, yeah. like, we haven't really had direct contact with him. Yeah. So, cool. guy. Cool. So, the other thing, the other thing is, so we're going to see you in less than a month in beautiful Logansport, Indiana. You're taking a day off work to come hang out with us, huh? Yeah, I, I am. This is, the, I think, like you said, this is going to be my punk rock bowling. I'm, I'm yeah, about it. It's going to be honestly, and we were. I was kissing Matt's ass earlier, but I was serious about it. I'm like, dude, I think this is going to be the best. This might be the best Joey Ramone birthday match going on in the whole country. I mean, <laughs> Tom making lots of promises here. <laughs> well, I don't know who's going to be at the New York one, but the queers are pretty legitimate. Uh, you know, predecessors to Ram- to the Ramones. They played together. They know each other. You know, they, it's a, it's a very, it's about as legit as you get. Plus, they did the whole Ramones. Uh, they did the whole Rocket to Rush album. Yeah, and which, uh, which I just picked up. I picked up an original copy of that from our friend at uh, Loud Pizza. Did you? Nice. Yeah. That's the other person I want to go visit when I'm up for uh, in a couple weeks. I go go check out that new store. Plus, Neil's hip to all the restaurants around there, I think, now, too, so in bars. So so here you go, the New York one, Andy Chernoff. Don't know who that is. Sick Fox. That's from, he's from the Dictators. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 of course. Um, Des Kadena, there you go. Hyperdolls. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think ours is better than this, to be honest. This is oh, pretty... well, those are kind of big names, too, but they're going to be cool. I mean, listen, yeah, but... we're going to be in rural Indiana, rocking. They're not going to be giving away a ton of stuff. like me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're going to get together on Friday afternoon and we're going to do what you kind of your niche at Goldmine is something called Record Recon, right? Yep, that's correct. So what are, what are we going to do? We're going to meet you about three o'clock and then what we're going to do? We're just going to do a little shop and a little hanging out? Yep, yep we're going to walk the store and, and I'll take my notes and, and talk to Matt and just basically write a review about the store and um, and it'll now, you, Those the, reviews, though, those are in the magazine. Yep. Yep, the written reviews are in the mag. Because you, you re- like, did you review that Sludgeworth show? Are you writing live reviews and stuff, or was that just kind of a? That, some of them I do. Um, I, I, I'm, so I'm going to the Bull Weevils record release, and I did an interview with Daryl just a couple weeks ago, and so I'm going to combine probably the interview with the oh, new little, record like a little writer about the show. Yeah, okay. do the whole thing as one. So, will that is that like internet content, or is that magazine, or is it kind of like your editor's discretion, it's, or how does that work? It's up to my editor, whatever he chooses to do with it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, okay, so we're going to get together about 3 o'clock, we're going to do that, and then, yep. and then I don't know if it's going to be before the bands, or kind of between the bands, or the whole time, we're going to do some, we're going to do some giveaways, and I think, I think what we should do is have some that are sort of like door prizes in that everyone has a chance. Yep. Come get a ticket. We'll call off your number, give you something. And then maybe some, and then we're going to do some Ramones trivia, which I'm looking forward to because I'm going to write the questions. Neil, some of them will be very easy and some of them have to have a couple that are very hard, right? 
Yeah. Sure. What are you going to give we Marky's wig or something? What's the what's the well? That's what I'm trying price? to think. The Marky Marky's wig question will have to be the hardest, right? <laughs> I do not have Marky's wig. But we'll just buy one. We'll buy one and say that's what it is. All right. I, I, Dr. Disc, I, I, I notice your hairstyle is very similar to my own at the moment, but I expect you to show up in the full Marky, Marky wig. Well, I think we should all come in. All three of us should come in wearing Marky wigs. That would be great. That's really appropriate. I'm getting one of those like half shirts like Tommy used to wear with my belly hanging out. Oh, that'll, just, be, like, that'll, straight. Be nice, that'll be a nice view for everybody. <laughs> yeah. It better be short season when we get down there. I'm so sick of wearing pants, Neil. So when sick of wearing pants. When it's, when it's closing time, we'll have Tom put that shirt on to drive everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Doctor, this has got some records. What, what have you got? Can you give us a little teaser of, of some of the stuff we may have to give away? Yeah. Neil and I are gonna, Neil and I are gonna have some stuff too. Some maybe some records and some, some merch. Some that we're gonna sell. We might have some. Might give away a little bit of it. So, what, uh, what, do, what are we gonna look at? Well, on, on many, many an interview or many uh, a podcast, you guys have busted my cojones on collecting autographed vinyl. But ah, yes. A lot of times I do it. It's for these types of things. So we do have a Marky Ramon signed album um, that we will be giving away from the interview that I did with him. Um, Boy, that might be the grand prize. Yeah, when he was at Riot Fest. Um, That'll be the booby prize. (laughs) (laughs) What's the album? What's the album? Just out of interest. Oh, it's it's the um, what's the subway the the one where they're on the subway car. Oh, Um, oh, oh. oh. we're embarrassing ourselves. Yes. yes. Yeah. Training. Oh, so it's a Ramones album. Sweet. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a Ramones album. It's not a Marky Solo. Marky, yeah, Marky, Marky Solo album. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't have him do a um, Smiths uh, tribute. You know, where he just starts autographing anybody's albums. Yes. See, that's the you should fun. have Marky auto- You should have Marky autograph Richie's albums. <laughs> That would have been good. Well, the, the ultimate insult. That's the funny one because isn't isn't wasn't that one after Marky was uh, kicked out and then got back in or something? Because is, isn't his pictures just like tiny in one of the back carriages? It's like well, yeah, Richie, it's like, it's looking out a window. Yeah, Richie like, replaced Richie replaced Marky because Marky was drinking too much. And then Richie actually wanted a fair cut, so they threw him back out and got Marky again. <laughs> yeah, so so Marky's just pee- peering out of the, one of the windows right there in the, on the album cover. Oh yeah, 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 Subterranean <laughs> Jungle. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was about to be thrown out of the band. Yeah, yeah. It's very fun. Good times, man. Good times. So there's um, – and then I've got a lot of – you know, our good friends at Pirate Press who have been sending me some – some uh, Flexies? Tests. Yeah, no flexies, no flexies. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting you guys handle the flexy stuff. But we've got some of the great records you guys have been talking about will be uh, given away that, you know, from the copies they've sent me. And then I've got a bunch of records that I've had bands sign when I've been at Riot Fest doing interviews. I've had, you know, band sign stuff. So we'll have a bunch of those things to give away. I think I've got about 25 albums. Well, let's let's just tell the public 15 albums because I know you like guys. said, after Neil yeah. and I dig through the box. <laughs> yeah, you guys There'll be two albums. Up. There'll be two albums exactly. to give away. Yes. <laughs> and I've got a bunch of CDs. I've got... Um, some books to give away, including a uh, Keith Morris autographed uh, oh, copy nice. of his most recent book. See, now um, that's a nice, that's a nice, uh, yeah, that's a good book. I mean, I got, you got that book, Neil? I that's do, good. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, My War. I assume he hasn't written another one. No, he is working on it, though. Mm-hmm. Another I, I, book in the works. Is it with Jim Ruland again, or is he doing something else? That is my understanding, is that Jim oh, is cool. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, Jim back on. He's a fun guy, too. Yep. And then, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, there! I've got some posters to give away. Um, oh, nice! Yeah, Mike. Mike from um, Asian Man Records sent me some stuff, uh, some signed stuff. Um, nice. 
And so, well, we got a mixture. I've got, you know, we got punk. There's a little classic. There's some ska. I know you guys love the ska. Yeah, Um, we won't be fighting over that from your box. But, you know, I I just figured that not everybody who's coming to this is, you know. Oh, no, no, you're you're good, man. So I thought it might be good to bring a little bit of everything. Oh, for sure. That's great. I do have my BA bobblehead that I'm bringing that I've been looking ah. to getting signed for a long time. So I'm hoping so, he'll find that. The other thing is, I don't know how many he's going to have, but I hope Matt makes a fair amount of the, well, I'll, I'll send him a message in a little bit. Cause the poster for this thing is, is pretty cool. I don't know if you've seen the poster. Yeah. Um, and it's, um, so those, that's a real nice item. I think that people could potentially get signed. Yeah, it is for sure. Um, and, uh, our our buddy Aaron from the Chicago area made that poster. So thanks, Aaron. Always looking out, man. He's he's uh, done some real cool stuff for us without asking for anything in return. So yeah, it's a great looking poster. If I'll, buy you, down, I'll buy you. I'll buy you one of those uh, cheap crushable beers that Matt was talking about earlier. I gave Aaron, him a sweatshirt. There you go. He's been paid. He got a sweatshirt. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> There's some flexies. I'm sure we can give him. Oh, for sure. Yes, yes. I have a lot of Charger flexies. <laughs> like that <dead> off. <laughs> So yeah, I have a bunch of those one-man war uh, flexies. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's one of those pirate press guys. I forgot his name, but he. Uh, I think. Like Tim Armstrong, he's got fifty thousand bands, right? Yeah. Is it that guy? That is it that guy that you were trying to make me listen to, Tom, on like the first episode? Oh, Lenny Lashley. Lenny no. Lashley, army of one. Yes, yeah, that it was it. That was it. It's one man, one man army. Or oh something. yeah, yeah, Lenny Lashley yeah. and his army of uh, yeah, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, something like that. Him and all his army. fans, his army of one. I like it. See, I like that. I think it's pretty good. But apparently, I'm alone because I I've do been... have some CDs. I I think there's even a couple of cassette tapes. Also, no, there you Shit. go. All the hipsters will be fighting over those. A lot, of, a lot of folks in Logansport still have cassette players. I believe. <laughs> what are you I saying? That, of... What are you saying? The little farmers out there. I saw a, <laughs> a lot of late '80s cars in the parking lot, Neil. They probably all have cassette players in them still. Yes. <laughs> no, it'll be cool. But no, we're looking forward to seeing you, and I'm I'm really uh, where are you staying? Guys... Are you guys all? Are we all staying at the Holiday Inn? I, I believe so. we are. Excellent. We are. Yeah. Now, but you know, now we're going to have to come up with, with fake names. Otherwise, people are just going to be dialing us all night. I'm going to call myself Tom Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be Tender Tom. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, see we'll see how many beers like... I have. How tender I am. Yeah, see, it's going to be fucking loaded. Tom is what he's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I got to tell you, like I said, I, I'm not going to. We're not going to punk rock bowling this year. As a matter of fact, I, I'm. My year is starting to fill up, so I'm really, uh, look, really looking forward to this. I think it's going to be a, like I said, we're making a whole weekend out of it, but it's going to be a. Well, Tom, I, I don't know if you saw it today, but uh, they announced some of the pool parties today, and yeah, I, must I, saw say, I must say, I am I'm fucking. I'm now, now I'm tempted again to try and get in. The last pool minute. parties are better, much better than the one we went, right? It's uh, Sloppy's playing one, and uh, the briefs. The briefs are playing one, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's pool parties. <laughs> it might be a lot of fun. Yeah, those uh, pool parties are. Okay. Have you have you made it to Punk Rock Bowling Island? No, but I, it, it is on my bucket list. It's it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot, man. It'll whoop your ass, but it's uh, maybe next year. Oh, yeah, I'm actually thinking I might try and <laughs> now they've got me fucking tempted again. So Dude, it's a good time, but I mean, you can have a good time by yourself, though. It's really a, like a communal event. I mean, maybe you can make friends. <laughs> what do I mean, you mean, you're what you mean by that, you asshole? Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm, a very, I'm a very you know nice person. Are. You know who you are. Yeah, get chased around the pool by people I've insulted. <laughs> anyway, did I did, did I miss anything? Did I miss anything about our upcoming event? Um, I don't I don't think so. So we're gonna do that thing in the afternoon where we're gonna accompany yep. Alan to do the record store recon thing. Yep. Um, and then he also has a podcast that he talks about that, right? 
Yes, yes. Yep. Is, yep. is that, is that and, monthly, that podcast that you do, the Records yeah, of the Recon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and if you want us to, you know, if you want to do some uh, record firm stuff on that, we'll we'll do whatever we can do to help you out on that, too. So. Yeah, we most certainly will do that. because My wife just walked in, guys, and she's my shirt's like, hiked way up over my belly Sexy. and she just looked at me and just shake her she just shook her head <laughs> <laughs> just shook her head <laughs> he's a sexy man yes the the lovely miss trauma will be there with me on uh at, at the at the bonus pints party yeah. she really is in love with matt's wife's cooking so we'll have her interview some i mean uh, autograph some of the things too there you uh, go of the people that we well, talk I'm, about on the show i'm trying to convince um mrs doctor to go with me also to, uh, <laughs> she's not doctor. too interested <laughs> yeah <laughs> not... Actually, just because I, I i think she'll have fun talking with neil about uh, good old days down in in champagne there you go what's her first well, name I... hold on what's her first name <laughs> uh, yeah i'm not going live on that <laughs> well <laughs> maybe it, it won't be that much fun after all <laughs> it's, it's funny in, in logansport like if the girls don't want to hang out for the record recon part, there is no less than two wineries walking distance of one of them. I think is right upstairs for bonus points. So, oh upstairs? well, then yeah, she'll be and in the for... Indiana wineries. They give you usually give you free samples, and uh, so oh boy, we we like to do a little whining. Yes, yes, whining and dining. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah. so so actually, so the second song that Alan's got uh, lined up here. Um, Let's talk about that a second, because this is the new Capcom Heroes release. Um, tell us all about it, Alan. I mean, we've known about it for a while because they sent us demos of it ages ago. But tell us all about it. Yeah, well, we knew I, about the songs, but we didn't know about what they were going to do with it, right? No, yeah, but, no one. We have to I, talk about that. But go on. <laughs> yeah, when I, when I heard uh, that this was coming out, now, why they're doing it this way? It's an eight-inch picture it's disc. Fucking bizarre. Yeah, not a seven, inch, <laughs> uh, but an eight inch. You get one more inch with Capcom Heroes, and it's a. Uh, Boy, that's a great slogan for a band, Neil. We give you the extra inch. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that could be their new. That could be their new uh, logo. Exactly. Uh, but it's a uh, Naked Raygun's EP, three song EP that's got Rap Patrol, Knock Me Down, and I Lie, um, and I think it's coming out May first. So it's lathe cut. And you better order it now. Now, the weird thing is, it's not on their website. It's also a picture if, disc. Yeah, if you go to Capcom Heroes, you're not going to find it on their website. You yeah, it's on, it's on their Hey Pizza, Pizza, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. HeyPizzaRecords.com. That's been their label. The guy, Neil's viciously insulted the guy who's run the label for no reason a couple <laughs> so, of times. So. Yeah, and I couldn't I couldn't be less impressed with this. The, the idea that A, it's lathe cut, B, it's a picture disc, and C, it's 8-inch. It's like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Seriously, you, you might as well just have made it like five inch or some shit. It doesn't. It's not going to fit anywhere on any of your shelves. It's a picture disc, so it's not going to sound good. It's just. It's just. It's baffling. I love the Capcom Heroes guys. I wish they would have done that as an alternate, but also put it on a regular seven inch. Yeah, oh, maybe they will. Maybe they will at some point. I wish they would have done something like the Queers did, where they just recorded like a whole Naked Raygun album. Yeah, that that would have been very impressive. Too. That could have been cool. Yeah, I assume but they're I'm sitting still... on some. I assume they're working on some original material too, though. Well, they got a new yeah. album coming out sometime this year. Yeah, uh, the last time I saw Jimmy at one of the Reggie shows um, recently, he told me they have the new album. I think all recorded already. So it's funny, you know, you rag on Hey Pizza, but the fact is, you have a like a handful of records from them. I do. You got the Cap Capcom Heroes, a couple Zonoids records. I do. No, they, they they've got some great bands on that label, but yep, this this eight, in, this eight inch picture disc is just completely baffling. Well, right. and I will tell you. 
their artwork, and this is one of the, I'll, look, I don't get to listen to all bands all the time, but Capcom Heroes got me with their record cover. Their artwork that they do is phenomenal. And and even hmm. this one, I mean, I love the artwork. So I'm going to get Yeah, it looks pretty, it looked cool. I, I, I yeah. definitely think it looked cool. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> got that eight inch. It'll sit all by itself. <laughs> Neil, Neil's talking all this trash, and he's going to run into Jimmy, and and uh, he's going to run into the guys oh. on the street. Oh, believe me, I'll tell him. I got no problem with that. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I already redesigned one of the t-shirts for him, so you know. There you go. <laughs> no, it's it's it's. I, I don't know if it's well, and, and maybe it's by design, or maybe it's just because the pressing plant situation. They wanted to get it out there, so they're going to try something different. So. I have not had real good luck with Lave Cut Records, but who knows? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Let's listen to uh, let's listen to Rat Patrol. Let's so. listen to it nice digitally. You know, yes, where... <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so this is yeah, Capcom Heroes with Rat Patrol. Capcom Heroes there with their Naked Reagan covers. Um, and they did choose three really good songs. I mean, uh, you know, you, you can't really beat any of those songs, all early stuff. Um, yeah. First couple of albums and, and the first EP. Um, Knock Me Down is actually one of my favorite Naked Reagan songs, actually. 
but yeah, I, st- I think hopefully they'll do a regular seven inch or something of this too, because I'd have been the first person in line to buy it, and I don't think I'm going to buy this. Well, we're probably not invited to T1 Fest anymore, Neil. No, <laughs> no. I think hey, 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 constructive criticism is always good, and that probably wasn't their choice. I'm sure that they didn't come forward with saying, "Let's do a picture disc eight inch." <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. They're awesome guys. We love them. We do. So them and all anyway. fifteen guitarists. Actually, really looking forward to hearing what the lineup is for for T One Fest. Which weekend was that? I can't remember. Did it's they announce a, a week? It's in October sometime. I don't know if they've announced a weekend yet, so I won't. We won't say. But um, yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah. Anyway. So that's that. And what else so, is going on, Alan? What are the shows? We got tons of shows coming up in May. I, I, am I going to see you at any of them? I know that, uh, I mean, I don't know if you wanted, I was going to give you a holler actually and see if you wanted to go to that Bull Weevil's record release party, Um, because I'm going to go to that. When is that? Is that June? That's not, it's it's May May 27th. Yeah, May 27th at... um, Chop Shop. Chop Shop, Well, Neil, you're not going, either you're going to that or you're going to Punk Rock Bowling, because that's the weekend of Punk Rock Bowling. Well, I'm also going to Subhumans the night after, so that's probably not going to happen for me. I'm a little jealous about the subhumans thing. I wish I could see that, but I just... My daughter's turning 16 on that day, and she's really, really pouring on thick, I gotta say. Oh, about what, the sweets. What does she want? This, well, it's just, no, my sweet 16, or I mean, miss, miss my sweet... I'm like, we don't do that. We never celebrated sweet 16 before. What are you doing? <laughs> but she's pouring on very thick, so... Hmm. And then and then my wife's doing, well, you're not gonna miss her 16. I'm like... <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I'll probably be at PF Chang's or something. So, well, well, the nice thing is that's that's a Sunday. Subhumans is a Sunday, and we got Memorial Day the next day. So yeah, Monday off. A, yep. At least we got Monday yep. off. Plus, that's an early. I think that's like a seven o'clock show or some, something like that. That's you're not going to pile in. You're not going to pile into the Liars Club with us, Neil, to see Channel Three. Alan, he's talking to you. Alan, I mean, oh, um, I don't think I'm going to. I do have that album for you, by the way. Um, I'm, wait, I'm looking forward to it. Looking yeah, forward to it. I have that one for you, but no, I'm, I know I'm, Neil won't fight me for that because he bought it last time we were at Bucket of Blood. Which one is which? Which album are you talking the, about? The Channel Three Fear Life record. Is it the Fear? Is, is it that one or is it the Greatest Hits they just put out the double disc one? No, it's the it's the, it's the Radiation one. Fear Life. Yeah. I think same one you okay. got. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah. So, yeah. So this, and then I, I, I mean, May is May is crazy. There's like I think it's like five shows in May or something that. It, or six that are possibilities for me. So I yeah, know. I've got that same issue. I think it's in June. I've been invited to two um, kind of goth shows that are both playing on the same night. What's that? Sisters, I, I, I don't know this. Oh my god! Sisters of Mercy are playing at the Salt Shed. Oh, and, I forget that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's then, the new venue. That's the new venue. Yeah. Yep. And so that's why I'm tempted to go to it. But I also have the opportunity to see Love and Rockets. Who are coming oh wow! Out. Oh, that's at the not- Riv, right? The Riv is, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that the? Oh, is that the? Is that oh, so the Vic? Riff? I think in the Vic. Oh, hmm. So, so where, where is the Salt Shed geographically? It's right off the of ninety uh, as you're heading downtown. It's on the north side of downtown. Okay, so it's in the city, though. Yeah, it's in the city. You haven't been there yet either, have you, Neil? Nope. No, and I don't think I've got any 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 invitation, any inclination to go there. Do you, uh, you're not a, not a Sisters of Mercy. See, I like Sisters of Mercy. Sisters of Mercy, I can take in very small. His voice gets so fucking 
so much. I don't exist when you don't see me. <laughs> and the song's like 35 minutes I'm long. not alive when you're not there. No, it's, it's more put on than that. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like it. But... I've actually I've seen him. I saw them in the 80s. but I never saw him. I never saw him. They all well, play Tom, the riff. The Loving Rockets at the riff. If you want to come out to Chicago, I, you can. we can go. I, you know, I would love to, but I'm sort of, I don't know. Can I couch surf? I'm not, I'm couch surfing now. Yeah. I'm couch surfing with Neil here coming up. I can couch. You got room for me to couch surf? We always, yes. Casa del, Bra, del Dr. Disc. Uh, <laughs> oh, you almost <laughs> let it slip oh, there, didn't you? Really? <laughs> I did. I almost let it go, but yeah. that's okay. Um, there's uh, always room. I'll catch up with you later, see what the dates are. Yeah, and then I know I'm I'm I am taking my daughter to see Arctic Monkeys at the United Center, which that is quite yes. a big venue. Yep, <laughs> and then of course in September, hopefully we have Riot Fest. So I know you guys could care less for it, but I enjoy yeah. it. Isn't this the last year? Didn't they? Didn't haven't they been banned from that park? Yeah, I don't know where they're going to have it because they're getting a tremendous amount of pushback about Douglas Park. The people are. Are rioting against having. Oh, in other words, they're not they're not greasing the palms of the crooked aldermen enough <laughs> to use their park anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they Chicago politics. Of, they've been having a lot of community meetings on it, and Ugh. community is not happy. I'll tell you yeah, that they'll move it to like Soldier Field or something. Deal will be like <laughs> <laughs> It'd be even like, worse. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I, I I lost interest many years ago. There's always a few bands that make me want to go, but it's just such a hassle. Yeah, so we talked. About, I think we talked about it right after the event last year. I, you know, I was so excited to get to see the Misfits, and I was so disappointed to see the Misfits. Were they not good, or just the setting? It's, you just you couldn't hear the sound was not good. Fifty thousand people in a freaking field. Yeah, and I think somebody talked about. I don't know if it was Neil who pointed it out, but like the the stage props are like stuff from like you know twenty years ago. It's like there's just nothing new to the show. It, they, they got most of it at Vincent, uh, Vincent Price's garage sale. <laughs> or, the, or that fucking bad Halloween store that opens up. What's that, what's that, what's that Halloween <laughs> yeah, store? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just like fake crosses. So, yeah. yeah. And a big pumpkin for some reason. They weren't, they weren't letting press even take photos from like, you know, 400 miles away. Like there were no photos allowed at all. And, so, well, I mean like cell phones, obviously, right? Right. That's it. If they caught huh. you with a regular camera out taking pictures, you'd lose your pass. And when bands do that, it, that right there should let you know that they're concerned about how they look. And they just don't well, want photos there of them. When dancing was still playing clubs, he was a pain in the neck even. Yeah. You it's know, and looking forward to it. I think he doesn't want any pictures of his titch bits. <laughs> his, his man breasts. <laughs> but uh, that's just my – that's just a follow-up. My – uh, yes. Oh boy. I don't know. I don't even know what you said there, but it was funny. <laughs> it's mantis. Well, we've insulted friends and foe alike tonight. Uh, you know. I didn't insult the Captain Heroes. I just said I don't understand an eight-inch picture. Late picture. This. It's weird. It's a little weird, <laughs> yes, but you know yes. what? It's a novelty thing. You know, yes. they could say that they put on an eight-inch lathe cut. Can you? No. They might as well put it on eight track. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Floppy disk. Yes. There you go. Yes. Oh, All right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you disc. what. We're, we're gonna we're gonna let you go, Doctor Disc, and we're gonna catch up with you. And boy, it's coming up pretty quick. I think it's three weeks from this weekend. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah. Yep. And I am I am super excited. And uh, like I said, we're looking forward to the whole thing. And 
come on down. We, you, if you come, like I said, if you were a Punk Tie Dad listener and you come to Logansport, you'll go home with something. Possibly the clap. Yes, the flu, <laughs> COVID, who the hell yeah, knows? COVID, yeah, something. Exactly. Hepatitis. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's it's going to be, it's. It, I'm really. Uh, yeah, Tom, a is, lot very, of Tom my, is very excited. I've never heard Tom is so excited. Well, about I really am because I, I, just, I just, I could use a weekend away and I just, I just feel like I got a lot of, a lot of, lot riding on this trip. Well, it's I, a lot I, of stress I, relief. I mean, where else, where else are people going to get to see the queers for free? And yeah. probably in this small of a venue. Yeah, and 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 even the bands you don't know hear some bunch of Ramon songs. It's like a right. win-win, right? Yeah, yeah. BA might be singing a couple songs with some of the bands. Yeah. So there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff. Hell, I might even get Tom up there playing one of his originals. Yeah, I could, I could listen, man. I could play. I could do a Ramon song. You could do a George Michael cover. Can we get exactly. Can we get Neil up on stage to play some bass? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I've actually been playing a lot recently. Neil and I are going to work on some like uh, mild comedy routines between bands. <laughs> oh, I think that's well worth it. That alone would make the trip worthwhile. We just get up there and all of a sudden we just like freeze up, become totally wooden. <laughs> I would like to introduce. <laughs> I, I get the name of the band wrong again. The one who dies. <laughs> For the opportunity to see Tom in a half shirt. Come on, scrape it, scrape it, dude. The Wanna Dies is a good name for a band. You should put that in your notebook. I guess being done already. I think there is a band called The Wanna Dies. Is there? All yeah, right. I think there is. All right. So, what's our third Chicago song that we're going to spin to to go out on today, Neil? Well, or Doctor Disc? I I got to go with one of my favorite Chicago bands, the Bull Weevils, and I just thought let's go with Bottomless Pit, which. Not only is on Stick Your Neck Out, but it's also um, a new version of it is on the new album. I have questions about this new album, but that's for a different day. So we'll we'll save that. All right. And we'll we'll save it for, you know, for somebody in the band. We'll you. save it for Daryl, uh, probably. <laughs> that's probably a better idea than asking Alan about it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you everything Daryl shared with me. So, <laughs> Well, like I said, we'll try to get out of ourselves. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's get All him right. on. Let's get him on soon. So let's let's play Bottomless Pit, or you want to? Should we say goodbye now? Yeah, let's Neil, say goodbye or now. We play... let's, let's say goodbye now, and then play out with that one for for Doctor Disc. Time. It's it's a pleasure pleasure to talk to you as always. Always look forward to uh, running India out in the wild. Yeah, it's you're one a... of the few. You're one of the few non-drinkers we hang out with, and we always have a good time. So, well, I just figure I'm always there to be able to get you guys home and tucked into bed. That's true. So. Oh, how well, like I said, we we actually have four couples from my town coming to this show, so you might have to make two trips. That hotel is going to be sold out. People better get their reservations in. Well, I think, well, it's, I think, I think it might be sold out already, to tell you the truth. Well, and there's there's like four hotels there, and two of them are nice, and two of them they're not. So people have been reaching out to me, and they're like, hey, where should we stay? And I say, well, are you coming with your dudes, or are you coming with your women? Because if you're coming with your wives and stuff, you know, you want to stay either at the Holiday Inn or the Homes to Suites. If you're coming with the dudes, just crash the Super 8. It's fine. So, and then you will anyway. go home with chlamydia for sure. Anyway, yes. <laughs> anyway, thanks to everybody who's helping put this thing together, Matt, Doctor Disc, all the bands. If we haven't seen it yet. Maybe the bands won't turn up. Aaron, who did the poster, <laughs> everybody. Come afterwards. It might be a lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts. EA. Good lord! So. Listen to him. He's gushing. Well, what do you want me to do, Neil? We're involved with this thing. This is our thing. I mean, we're Matt put our name on this thing. Yeah, I haven't decided if I'm showing up yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right we'll have fun without you 
Well, I'm taking the day I, off. Yes, I'll be there. And I think uh, I think you know we're I, I don't think we're going to do like a live podcast, but I think we will try to do something. I kind of we're kind of yeah. You know what? I was thinking of getting one of those little uh, or with my phone. I'll go around just talking to people, interviewing people. Well, either that or we just set up our computer and a microphone like in a little booth, and we just pull people over like, hey, come on over here and sit down with us for a few minutes, you know, that kind of thing. Hmm. We'll see. I see. Anyway, all right. Well, we will thank, thanks, Dr. Disc. We'll talk to yeah. you soon, I'm sure. Cheers, Pleasure. mate. Yeah, cheers. Look forward to seeing you. All right. Bottomless pit, Neil. Bull Bottomless weevils. pit, bull weevils. Uh, keep a little keep a little disc in your heart well are we going to record an intro now just me and you or what are we going to do are we gonna yeah we're still time? finishing the outro Neil. we're still finishing the outro <laughs> for fuck's sake <laughs> alright we'll smell you later yeah keep a little Marcus in your hearty and uh, stay free <laughs> talk to you all next time okay that brings us to the end of another show hope you enjoyed it remember keep a little mark in your heart and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ah, ha, ha. Ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter.
What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom.